This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Don't try any more of those while we're doing the news, okay? Let's wait. No, no, no. It's all good now. Horrible story, and then all of a sudden we have a squeak come up. Today is Monday, (laughs) September 26th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a Pittsburgh man is facing charges after two people were killed in Wildwood during an unsanctioned car event known as H2OI. It happened Saturday just after 9.30 in the area of Burke and Atlantic Avenues. According to Cape May County Prosecutor's Office, 37-year-old Gerald J. White was behind the wheel of a 2003 Infiniti when he crashed into a 2014 Honda Civic and then two pedestrians. Authorities say one of the pedestrians died. She has been identified as 18-year-old Lindsay Weakland of Carlisle, Pennsylvania. 34-year-old Timothy Ogden of Clayton, New Jersey was a passenger in the Honda Civic and also died from his injuries. Family members say he had just left the Irish Fall Festival with his fiance and was not part of the car rally. There was no immediate, wor- immediate word on the condition of the second pedestrian. So are you guys familiar with this drag and have you no, seen it's, this nah. has never happened there yeah, before. Yeah. So this is, uh, Rochelle was following it all weekend. Yeah. So it was going on. It wasn't right, just right. this evening. It was like several nights in a row. And uh, so, you know, since we have vacation home there, she follows the social media accounts to see what's just going right, on right, in the right, area. Right, yeah. And it was happening. In fact, uh, Rochelle and Carter went down there because there were some nasty winds on the way. And we wanted to go make sure, our, uh, you know, patio furniture was still there. Yeah. They went down there and it was already going on. Ah. And Rochelle saw this guy fishtailing out of the Wawa parking lot and wow. almost slammed into a telephone what a pole. Tool. And then there were a big group of them, uh, Casey, over at the, the the Lowe's parking lot. Yeah, I heard. And they it. were gathering over there. You know, they got they, they were this... Uh, Steve, this used to be in Ocean City, Maryland. Yes. And then Ocean City, Maryland and then bad said, stuff happened there. we don't want you here anymore. Yeah. And then well, they, it's they, not sanctioned. They, it's showed, not, they, no. they showed up in Ocean City, Maryland like they did here. Not, yep. You know, they kind of just created it themselves. I got you. Okay. And it got worse as the weekend went on, like these guys were saying. And, and you know, in, in Wildwood, and in, in our area, Wildwood Crest, I mean, like, they, uh, you know, speed limit is strictly enforced. Yeah. And I was uh-huh. like, how is this going on all weekend long? But there were just so they many. They said it was such chaos. They, they had to call in. They State police yeah. and police from all the shore towns up and down to come down there it was out of control. I know, sadly, that the road designs are actually conducive to this kind of thing, right? There's a lot of straightaways, right, in this I mean, area. They're straight, but you know, it's neighborhoods and yeah. street lights and and everything. I mean, like you don't go very far without hitting a street light in Wildwood right. proper. Okay, so I, you know. Uh, it's it, crazy. So they're doing, I guess, these really short, really, you know, quick bursts. Right. You know? Yeah. Huh. I'm authorities, guessing. Authorities say White tried to flee the scene after the crash, but he was Coward. later arrested. Uh, he's charged with two counts of death by auto, assault by auto, and other related offenses. On Friday, officials in Wildwood issued a warning about the event, which they called unsanctioned. They boosted patrol to try to prevent prevent it. Uh, state police were called in to help control the chaos, along with local departments from Atlantic City, Ocean City, Upper Township, Lower Township, Middle Township, and Cape May. Officials also closed down uh, the George Redding Bridge to get uh, the situation under control. The bridge has since reopened. Uh, officers are reviewing several videos posted online, which captured the chaos. Authorities say additional charges may be filed. 
Union workers at the Philadelphia Museum of Art are planning to go on strike today unless a contract agreement is made. Adam Rizzo, who is the president of Local 397, says that they've been trying to negotiate their contract for the last two years, but they're not making progress when it comes to two key components, wages and health care. We're just asking for living wage. Folks at the museum are working two jobs just to get by. A lot of the positions at the museum require a master's degree at the very least, so a lot of folks are saddled with debt, said Rizzo. He added that about 190 employees are on a high-deductible health care plan, which he says means they can't afford to go to the doctor even though they have health care. Because they work at the museum, their protest posters are gorgeous. Oh, yes. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, an art museum spokesperson released a statement uh, in part that read, the museum is deeply disappointed that the union has again chosen to strike. We have worked very hard this week at the negotiating table to avoid this outcome. Officials of the museum say it will still be open today even if there is a strike. Floridians are bracing for Tropical Storm Ian, which is expected to rapidly intensify and become a hurricane on Monday before hitting western Cuba, bringing with it the threats of strong winds and storm surge as high as 9 to 14 feet, according to the National Hurricane Center. Ian's uh, expected path beyond Tuesday remains unclear. The storm, which developed Friday in the Central Caribbean Sea, is expected to reach the U.S. later this week, but with models showing a widespread of possibilities, uh, possible scenarios, it's too early to say where the storm will hit, when, and how strong it will be. The storm began strengthening Sunday night with sustained winds of 60 miles per hour. The National Hurricane Center said more rapid strengthening is forecasted for Monday and Tuesday. The storm is expected to become a hurricane today and then a major hurricane on Tuesday, meaning Category 3 or higher. In sports this morning. The Eagles beat the Commanders 24-8 yesterday afternoon in Washington. Devonta Smith caught eight passes from Jalen Hurts for a career-high 169 yards and a touchdown as the Eagles improved to 3-0. Smith made catches along the sideline and to the edge of the end zone for gains of 45 and 44 yards and caught a touchdown pass on fourth down to end the first half with no time left on the clock. His 156 yards were the most by an Eagle player in a half since Kevin Curtis in 2007. Hurts was 22 of 35 for 340 yards and three touchdown passes, one each to Smith, A.J. Brown, and Dallas Goddard. The Eagles are back home on Sunday and will take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Kickoff is at 1 o'clock. The Phillies lost to the Braves 8-7 last night at the ballpark. Acuna singled home the go-ahead run in the 11th inning in a game that took over six hours to complete because of a two-hour rain delay. Oh, man. The Phils are off tonight before opening up a series of Wrigley against the Chicago Cubs tomorrow night. Zach Wheeler will get the start. The first pitch will be at 740. And in soccer, the Eastern Conference leading Philadelphia Union welcomes CF Pachuca to Subaru Park and won the match 1-0 in an international friendly on Saturday night. The Union still haven't lost at home all season. With only two games remaining in the regular season, they're on the road this weekend with a match in Charlotte on Saturday at 5.30. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thanks, Kath. Uh, Real quick, I do want to go to this call. I don't want to spend too much time, but uh, Nick wanted to comment on that H2OI event, this car event. Uh, Hi, Nick. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Ed. How are you guys? Good morning, Ed, buddy. What's up? 
Nothing. Just wanted to give you guys some info. So H2O has been going on since the early 2000s, and H2O started as a Volkswagen auto group, like Volkswagen the car, uh, sanctioned event where they used to actually rent out the horse track, and there would be thousands of cars, and it would be a big car show there. And they would, you know, unveil new cars this year, this and that. It had a bunch of big sponsorships and all this stuff. So I've been going since... 2006, but I stopped going about five, four or five years ago just because of this whole social media. Let's take pictures of doing wild stuff that's be dangerous and all that stuff. And these, and they ruined it because they, the cops used to let us park up in parking lots on the side of the road and nobody was doing anything crazy. And it was just more of a whole weekend car family event. There'd be people with strollers or wow. this and that. So huh. the last few years have really really changed the car scene's atmosphere and it's just uh it's a shame to see because uh, I, love, I love cars and we used to go down there it used to be a weekend we used to bring our wives and our kids and all this stuff and uh, it would be really a safe place but now it's uh so, so it's people looking for uh for, for video content and content for social media got crazy and started doing uh crazy things and that's what brought it all down i believe so yeah. that and the willingness of people don't understand that uh their actions uh Sometimes to require a serious penalty that these people just don't just don't understand. Right? Yeah, that well, it happened. People, yeah, and who knows people, what what happened this weekend if that's going to change? You know, everybody's approach I, to it. I agree, and it's a shame because it used to be in Maryland. The Maryland po- police were great. They would let us. They would almost like block off parking lots so that you can only enter and exit. Like the car show people, and it's a shame because all those people, all the tow truck people, they all get you know, abused and yelled at and screamed at and this and that, but they're just doing their jobs. If these people would act, you know, accordingly how the rest of the car scene does, then, yep. you know, we would never have this issue. So I just wanted to put it out there that not all parts of it was bad. It's just the last few years of this. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's too bad. Yeah, it's, 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 thanks. It sucks. Appreciate it, Nick. Thank you, man. You, you got it. Bye-bye. I, I right, feel like if, if they go and do this again next year, if they try, you know, which I don't, I don't know how, yeah, the town can. would it would even allow that. But if for some reason it ends up happening, I'm just going to go down there and I'm going to pop as many tires as I possibly can. I'll go on the cover of night. I'll like dress like a ninja. But I swear to now, God, like, if, this if, is you happen, like if you happen to get some tires of people who are not even remotely participating in the race, <laughs> so be it. So be it. So yeah. be it. You know, I'm going to make a damage. statement. Yeah. Well, you I know am. what? I'm going to burn down a few houses. It'll be in the cover of night. It'll be in the cover of night. And, hey, listen, I don't care. I'm saving lives, Dave. This is what I'm doing. I'm saving lives. By popping tires. Yes, right. All right. Well, we got other business, folks. We got a new Word of the Week prize. Number one, welcome back, Casey. He's back uh, in the studio. We'll, we'll hear about the the trip back a little bit later on after Casey's big adventure came to a close. And it was big. We have a new Word of the Week prize. We have a pair of the best seats in the house and VIP merch package for the Smashing Pumpkins and Jane's Addiction show, which is Friday, October 21st at the Wells Fargo Center. So we'll get the letter of the day for the Word of the Week starting at the end of the program. We'll gather them, and then Friday we will give that away. Do We, we do have some guests on the show today. Uh, Dane Cook. Yeah. Is going to put me on the program. He's got a new comedy special, uh, which is coming out October 4th. Uh, it's kind of wild because it was, um, uh, he did it at his house. Yes. Uh, yeah. So we have to ask him about that. So uh, he's going to be joining us at the 9 o'clock hour. Also in the 9 o'clock hour, Jackie Bam Bam is going to be filling in for Pierre Robert this week. So he's got to pop in and uh, he and Casey tell us a little bit more about what took place uh, that we didn't hear about 
uh, on the air. Yeah, they share uh, some for the big adventure. Some special time we yeah. were not privy to. Yeah. and seeing the pictures and everything, I was very excited. Yep. Yeah. So we will uh, we'll get to all of that stuff uh, in, uh, and then we have our, our run of the mill things going on, like our stupid question. When we come back, we'll have a prize, an opportunity to win, and some entertainment stories to pass along. Oh, a big breakup has reformed yes. into a, a, a fresh union. We'll get to that in a moment. Stay put. We'll be right back. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD 2, the MMR Archives channel. Everything that rocks never sounded so good. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's ask you a stupid question. Give away a four-pack of tickets to catch WWE's biggest superstars during WWE Extreme Rules. It's at the Wells Fargo Center on Saturday, October 8th. The question I have for you this morning is, which famous rapper was born Stanley Kirk Burrell? Mm-hmm. 215263 WMMR, our number. Which famous rapper was born Stanley Kirk Burrell? Let's see if you know the answer to that while you call. We'll go through some birthdays and uh, kill a little bit of time. Today is Monday, September 26th. Uh, we'll start with actor James Caviezel. Ah. Turns 54 years old today. He's great. Yep. Uh, Passion of the Christ was a big role for him. Um, and I'm trying to think what else I've seen him. Uh, Passion of the Christ 2. Oh, yeah, Electric yeah. Boogaloo. Yeah, the dance. Uh, the yeah, Apostles of Paradise. That. Resurrections. Apostles <laughs> 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 in Paradise. <sighs> what was that? There was a movie where uh, he and, and Dennis Quaid were father-son, and they had yes. a, a ham radio that was a time... Frequency. That was, that was a pretty good I movie. I thought that was a good movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's 54 today. Melissa Sue Anderson, who was on Little House on the Prairie. She had um, very... Um, blue eyes. Blue eyes, yeah. yeah. Extremely oh, yeah. blue eyes. Like the, the kind you look at and they go... Like like people wear fake contacts yeah. to get that color. Piercing. Yeah. Uh, she turns 60 years old today. Uh, Linda Hamilton also celebrates birthday. Yep. Terminator. Uh, she is turning 66 years old. One time squeeze or was married to James Cameron. I'm not sure, but they yeah. were they were an item for a while. Yeah. Uh, and she was great, man. She was in uh, the most recent one, which tried to return to the Terminator core stuff. And even Cameron was more involved with it. It just didn't quite hit. But she got jacked again for the movie. Yep. She's 66 today. Uh, Serena Williams' birthday today. Uh, celebrating her 41st birthday, considered possibly uh, not only the greatest in tennis, but one of the greatest athletes, period, as far as her Ugh. winning record goes and dominating the yeah, sport. the stats uh, alone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was in the same building with her, and I consider that an honor a couple of weeks ago. Uh, she went to the Pearl Jam show that I was at at uh, Madison Square Garden. I have yeah. no idea if she's a fan or not, but um, Jill Vetter, Eddie's wife, is a huge U.S. Open fan and a uh, big fan of Serena Williams. And Nick, so- I'd like you to meet Serena. <laughs> Come back after the show and I'll introduce you. I thought that. I'm sorry, folks, to carry on personal business, but I'm a big fan of Nick. <laughs> So Serena and uh, so Nina. he he wanted Serena to meet, <laughs> to meet Nick, Nick, yeah, yeah, yeah. because Nick's no, just Nick's Nick. just that's the way it is. I got she's good like that. <laughs> you know, he, he, he travels around a Dolly Parton's tour bus. 
Earbuds. <laughs> uh, Serena's 41 today. Uh, guitarist Craig Chikiso, Uh He played in Jefferson's Starship. I'm, that doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, I remember him. Uh, he is uh, 60. So it was definitely in, in the Starship. Right. Uh, yeah, around this era. And and then into, you know, we built this city and all that stuff. But there, There's a part, and I know you agree with this, so that earlier part of the Starship stuff with songs like this that were that was great. Yeah. And it got, you know, way poppy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. This particular version of Starship, yeah. uh, and they were Jefferson Starship at the time. Then they became Starship right. after that. But I really like this a lot. Uh, there, were, there were some really good songs besides Jane. Uh, laying it on the line was another Great good song. one. Uh, yeah. They they had uh, I, I dug that version, Stevie. Yeah, I'm with you. So uh, Craig Chikiso is 68 today. Uh, Brian Ferry, who was just in town recently with Roxy Music, celebrates his 77th birthday today. Yeah, Pierre had nothing but raves about the show. Yep. Uh, we yeah. also have uh, Sherry Moon Zombie, wife of Rob Zombie, uh, turning 52, playing she, Lily Monster. Yeah, that's correct. In uh, the the reboot of the Monsters. Uh, and then the last birthday is within our own crew here. It is intern Eric's 21st oh, birthday today. Very magical. <laughs> and they call him Drinking Stein. Yes. He's going to have his first beer today. Yeah, first ever. Well, he probably had it at, past midnight, right? Nah. Year. No, he had to come into work today. He's here. So yeah. I don't, I don't, but he'll uh, he'll crack one later on, probably. So happy birthday, Eric. We're very uh, excited that you're here on the day of your 21st. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the super question this morning. Which famous rapper was born? Stanley Kirk Burrell. That is the question. And we're going to go to Noah and see if we can get the answer. Yo, Noah, good morning. Hi. 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 <laughs> All right, Noah, <laughs> yeah. uh, which famous rapper was born Stanley Kirk Burrell, please? MC Hammer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is correct, sir. And we are going to give you a four-pack of tickets to catch WWE's biggest superstars during WWE Extreme Rules at Wells Fargo Center. That's on Saturday, October 8th. Tickets are on sale now at wellsfargocenterphilly.com. At the box office this weekend, number one was uh, Don't Worry Darling. It made $19.2 million. Followed by The Woman King, Avatar. Uh, they're, you know, replaying yes. that original Avatar film. Uh, that was number three. It made $10 million. Yeah, definitely worth it. Uh, then we had uh, Barbarian, Pearl, See How They Run at number six. Followed by Bullet Train, DC League of Super Pets. Then Top Gun Maverick and Minions, The Rise of Gru to round out the top ten. Uh, well, we're going to start with this since we did mention Don't Worry, Darling. After Vulture reported on Friday that Olivia Wilde and Florence Pugh got into a screaming match on the set of the production, 40 production and crew members released a statement denying the allegations. A statement issued exclusively to people reads, As a crew, we've avoided addressing the absurd gossip surrounding the movie we're so proud of but feel the need to correct the anonymous sources quoted in a recent article, any allegations about unprofessional behavior on the set of Don't Worry Darling are completely false. Uh, they declared uh, there was never a screaming match between our director and anyone, let alone a member of our cast. Uh, the team also described Wilde as an incredible leader and director who was present with and involved in every aspect of production and who ran this set with class and respect for everyone involved. Mm. On Friday, Pew shared a post to Instagram saying that she was grateful to be part of the movie. Said this film was such an epic story on such a large-scaled shoot. All while during peak COVID times. For that, I will always be grateful. To, 
to all of you who helped make this your dedication and love was seen daily. Thank you. With that, here are some pics I took from this time. More to come, she wrote. Tarantula. Um, so they're all just saying, yeah, whatever. It's yeah. a bunch of garbage. So. It, it, it did what they expected it to do. It had a lot of, some. you know, they say old, even bad news is good for a, a premiere of a uh, sure. movie. So, But, it, like, honestly, what's the big deal? E- even if they did get into a shouting mission, it's an, it's an argument. Crap like that happens all the time all across the world. Well, you know on I mean? movie like, sets especially, you yeah. know, it happens a lot. Yeah. yeah. But no, who knows? Okay. I don't know. All right. So Sylvester Stallone and Jennifer Flavin are back together. Oh, I, oh, I said this. Yeah. yeah the know. actor's rep has confirmed reconciliation rumors days you. after the rock. After the Rocky star shared old, cuddly photos with his wife. That's what you had pointed out. Yeah. It's what it seemed to be, right? Last week, yeah. It's wonderful. Uh, and a spokesperson tells Page Six they decided to meet back up at home where they talked and were able to work out their differences. Uh, they are both extremely happy, according to this particular source. I love my 400 million. I mean, my ex. I mean, my wife. <laughs> On Monday, Stallone... It got real when we started talking finances. Uh, Stallone insinuated that he and Flavin may have worked things out. The actor had posted a throwback photo of the two of them holding hands. Uh, she had filed for divorce on August 19th after 25 years of marriage and accused the actor of excessive spending. Huh? Uh, that's what it says here. And Stallone denied financial wrongdoing but agreed that their union I is... bought a goat! was irretrievably <laughs> broken. Uh, there were many rumors about what led to Stallone and Flavin's split, including buzz that it had to do with a dog. We talked about that. The actor reportedly wanted to get a Rottweiler to protect the family, which she did not want. But, Can I keep him? You found him me home. I'll feed him. I'll take care of him. <laughs> but he told TMZ we did not end the relationship on such a trivial argument about the pooch named Dwight. Uh, but Stallone admitted they disagreed on how to care for the dog uh, because they split their time between Los Angeles and Palm Beach. That, was, the big, that was part of it. Obviously, there's other stuff at work. I'm glad they're back together uh, because, again, like there was the uh, the social media post did seem kind of weird, and he was getting nostalgic for the relationship. He had noted their issues ran deeper than Dwight, uh, but the timing was certainly interesting. Uh, it's more than just Dwight. Uh, Stallone. Dwight, Dwight, Dwight. <laughs> Not about Dwight. Doesn't that name sound funny if you keep saying it over and Dwight, over again? Dwight, Dwight, Dwight. <laughs> Dwight. 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 I like it. Uh, it also sounds like a, a Nicholas Sparks novel, Deeper Than Dwight. Deeper Than Dwight. It uh, was a misty morning. I rose from bed. He brushed his toothpicks and then went outside. There was Dwight with the bone in his mouth. Oh. Yeah. I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> no, it's okay. You're not a very good, I'm not a good writer. D.N. <laughs> Get off my back. Oh, there's a romance. I love my wife, too. I love my money more. Uh, Stallone introduced fans <laughs> to Dwight two weeks before Flavin filed for divorce. Uh, but he had said... Flavin Kaflever. He had said at the time, we just went in different directions, yeah. adding, uh, I have the highest respect for Jennifer. I will always love her. She's an amazing woman. She's the nicest human being I've ever met. Well, I'm glad they're back together. Yeah. I mean, they've been together for a while. That's good Good news. Yeah. On uh, Monday morning. After 45 years, James Earl Jones is saying goodbye to the galaxy far, far away by officially retiring from Star Wars. And there's a really interesting twist to this. According to Vanity Fair, Jones signed the... We must get the plans for the Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> Sylvester Stallone will be I'm taking over Darth Vader. as the voice of... <laughs> Trust me, if I take this helmet off, you're not going to like it. It looks like... 
like French onion soup. <laughs> Disgusting. Oh, my God. Nothing is over! This time, your planet is over! <laughs> I hate this rebel scum. <laughs> So, uh, according to Vanity Fair, Jones has signed the voice rights to his character. You need my second in command, Dwight. <laughs> Come here, puppy, puppy. He's so cute. I love you so much. I'm going to blow up a planet just for you. <laughs> uh, no, he signed over the voice rights for the character Darth Vader over to Lucasfilm and uh, Reese Speecher. The latter is a Ukrainian company. That uses archival uh, recordings and an AI program to create new dialogue with uh, the voices of performers who have either aged out of their roles or passed away. And we've seen this used before. This method was uh, used to recreate the voice of a young Luke Skywalker for the Book of Boba Fett and to mimic Vader's voice, which Jones is now aged out of for his scenes in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, and it's it's um, it's amazing and scary at the same time that it sounds, you know, so good. But, yeah, they got it going. So Matthew Wood, a sound editor at Lucasfilm, has recorded Jones's voice numerous times throughout his 32-year career with the company and the latest being for The Rise of Skywalker. When Wood showed Jones re-speechers' capabilities... The actor went ahead and agreed to sign over the rights to his voice to keep Vader alive. He had said James mentioned that he was looking into winding down this particular character. So how do we move forward? Uh, though many studios recast voice actors and the original performer can no longer play the part, Jones' distinct sound has become synonymous with Vader. Like even 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 someone who could do an impression would of not him get it. Would not get you, it. No matter how hard you tried. Um, I did not know that he actually had. The the rights to the voice to the um, yeah I guess so that that they must have made that deal early on because um, you know when they decided to go with David Prowse in the costume and then James Earl Jones is the voice I guess that's when that deal was made mm-hmm. so uh, that is the way that they are going to go forward with that it's probably a, it's a good idea because that'll always be the voice of Darth Vader yeah and they can they can pretty much mimic anything now that they have enough I mean there's you know. Hours and hours oh, of his voice on on uh, uh, recorded. So you folks, they'll tab. Uh, Hilaria Baldwin has oh. given birth to her seventh child with uh, husband Alec Baldwin. She shared in an Instagram post on Saturday afternoon. The baby girl uh, named Alaria Catalina Arena. Um, it sounds like a, uh, a like a, a, a civic center. Was born on Thursday. Well, I, Irina is spelled I R E A, not A R E N A. Wait, so the Alaria Catalina Arena welcomes the WWE. It sticks in concert. So Hilaria had a daughter named Ilaria? Yeah. Ilaria. I L A R I A. Or maybe it's Alaria. It's probably Alaria. So, ladies and gentlemen, at the Hilaria Laria Catalina, Catalina Arena, <laughs> Auditorium, we serve you Serena and Mabia. Um, all her kids have a very Spanish-sounding name. Yes. Hilaria uh, added that uh, both she and the baby are healthy and happy. Uh, the yoga instructor and actress announced that she was pregnant back in March, calling it a huge surprise. Uh, in 2020, yeah, they had welcomed a baby boy. Six months later, they announced the birth of their sixth child via surrogate. Uh, and she previously opened up on social media about suffering two miscarriages. So they have, <coughs> excuse me, now a seventh one in their fold. It is a uh, lovely family that they have there. Uh, I think Casey, that it appears Alec Baldwin did a little bit of what you did and got one of the footprints. I'm not sure if tattooed. that is a tattoo or if they actually put... 
the because you know they the ink up, ink, yeah, yeah. yeah. If they just inked up his arm, I feel like they inked up his. And arm. Maybe you're right. Yeah. Cause yeah. It's hey, Rihanna is going to perform the 2023 Super Bowl halftime show in Glendale, Arizona. Uh, Rock Nation Management, which manages the singer, confirmed her participation in the annual festivities. Uh, and <clears throat> the NFL head of music, Seth uh, Dudowski, said the league is looking forward to the performance. So uh, it's funny the NFL has a head of music. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Dudowski, it's such an important part now. Uh, stated, we are thrilled to welcome Rihanna to the Apple Music Super Bowl halftime show stage. Uh, Rihanna is a once-in-a-generation artist who has been a cultural force throughout her career. We look forward to collaborating with Rihanna, Rock Nation, and Apple Music to bring fans another historic halftime show performance. They just plug in the name every year. Uh, so, yep. Well, I'm sure it'll be a uh, tons of dancers. And, yeah. And all kinds of... Uh... She should just sit on a, on a stool with a jug yeah. and just <laughs> sing. <laughs> Or with the uh, trombone game, Preston. Oh, yeah. that, oh man. Yeah. That would be the absolute best if she came out and played trombone. Sure, champ. took her quest. Uh, yeah, do we have something here? <laughs> Not a try in the arena. <laughs> All right. Uh, I was uh, bummed to see this, as I'm sure you, will, uh, you were too, Steve. Louise Fletcher. Yeah. A uh, late-blooming star whose riveting performance as the cruel and calculating Nurse Ratchet in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest uh, set a new standard for screen villains and won her Academy Award, has died. She was 88 years old. She was great <coughs> in that role. She was also, she was so loathsome, but she also could play a real... Good, like a kind grandmother, and yeah. uh, she had a, a, a great range. Uh, Fletcher died in her sleep, surrounded by family at her home in France. Um, and it's it's an interesting backstory on her. Um, after putting her career on hold for years to raise her children, she was in her early 40s. Yeah. And little known when she chose the role opposite Jack Nicholson in the 1975 film directed by uh, Milos Forman. Uh, and who had admired her by he, he admired her work uh, the year before in director Robert Altman's Thieves Like Us. And at the time, she didn't know that many other prominent stars, including Anne Bancroft, Ellen Burstyn, and Angela Lansbury, had turned the role down. She says, I was wow. the last person cast. This was in a 2004 interview. She said, it wasn't until we were halfway through shooting that I realized that the part had been offered to the other actresses who didn't want to appear so horrible on screen. Yeah, yeah. And then One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest went on to become the first film since 1934's It Happened One Night to win Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress, and Best Screenplay. And clutching her Oscar at the 1976 ceremony, she told the audience, it looks as though you all hated me. (laughs) (laughs) And then, this was really cool. She then addressed her deaf parents in Birmingham, Alabama. This is at the Oscars, talking and using sign language, uh, saying, I want to thank you for teaching me to have a dream. You are seeing my dream come true. There was a moment of silence, and it was followed by thunderous applause. Later that night, uh, Foreman made the uh, wry comment to Fletcher, and her uh, co-star, Jack Nicholson, he said, now we will all make tremendous flops. And in the short run, at least he was right, because all their projects they did after it's that, true, yeah. immediately after that, were crappy. She's in, and not by her fault, but one of the absolute worst sequels of all time and one of the worst movies of all time, Exorcist 
two. That's correct. The heretic. Yep. Horrible. Uh, far more than her male peers, Fletcher was uh, hampered by her age in finding major roles in Hollywood. Uh, still, she worked continuously uh, for most of the rest of her life. She's in Firestarter, too, right? Her. Was she, was she the, the grandmother? I think. Um, I don't remember. I'm that. probably wrong. In uh, her post Cuckoo's Nest films included uh, Mama Dracula. <laughs> Dead Kids and the Boy Who Could Fly. Uh, she was nominated for Emmys for her guest roles on the TV series Joan of Arcadia and Picket Fences and had a recurring role as a Bojeron religious leader Kai Wynn uh, Adami in Star oh. Trek Deep Space Nine. Yeah, she was great. And played the mother of musical duo Carpenters in 1989's Karen Carpenter story. Um, and part of her career was hampered because she was so tall. She was five foot ten. She was taller than all the leading men. I didn't know um, that. But listen to this. So um, she was born the second of four children in Birmingham. Her mother was born deaf, and her father was a traveling Episcopal minister who lost his hearing when he was struck by lightning at four years old. Holy hell. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Uh, She said it was like having parents who are immigrants who don't speak your language. Uh, The Fletcher children were helped by their aunt, uh, whom she lived with in Bryant, Texas, and taught them reading, writing, and speaking, as well as how to sing and dance. Well, like uh, in in CODA, they show um, the the parents, in a a way, become reliant on their uh, hearing-capable kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, exactly. She played Norma Manders in uh, Firestarter, Steve. There you go. You were right. Uh, okay. She was survived by her two sons, John and Andrew Bick, by the way. The so. pen heirs. All right, just a couple more quick things. Uh, let's go to this. Oh, uh, People reports a different stroke star, Todd Bridges, got married to designer uh, Batijo Hershey, I guess is how you say her name. On Wednesday, and uh, it was in Beverly Hills, California. Bridges told the publication the ceremony involved just our closest friends and family and that he was excited to marry somebody that I'm madly in love with. Wait a second, you're not Theo. Uh, the Everybody Hates <laughs> Chris actor. It's Tommy Theo who's getting married. Also, uh. <laughs> also shared that the uh, the pair met in March. So they got married pretty quick. He said, we met through a friend that I've known for a long time named Mandy. I was uh, supposed to actually be setting her up with someone else, but it didn't go that way. And when I met her, I was like, I am not going to set her up with anyone else. I want her for myself. On the um, sitcoms of your uh, track here, Preston, did anyone watch the Norman Lear 100th uh, no. birthday celebration on ABC? I, I watched it over the weekend. I'd recorded it. Case you have to see what Kim Fields is wearing. T- oh. <laughs> there, is a, there is a lot of low-cutness. Oh, really? Yeah, it's pretty wild. Uh, and to see everyone, Preston, you know, you don't want to think of people as aging, but, you know, uh, it, it's bound to happen. So they had the three girls, uh, Joe, um, uh, Blair was in the audience, and the other two were there as well. But it was it was wild to see them. But, yeah, okay. she had a plunging neckline. Uh, you have to check it out. Two he did? Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Kim Fields. It yeah. looked like, uh, I just, uh, it looks like she's wearing a brogue. Wow. Right? Yeah. yeah oh, nice. wait a minute. No, that's, uh, that's a kind of like a flesh-colored shirt. Is it? It's kind yeah. of like a mesh with beading on it. Yep. Look at her neck up here. Yeah, but it comes way down, and you can see the shape of her breasts. But, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Sometimes that totally fools me, especially, like, on Dancing with the Stars Oh, my or God. Something. Yeah. Because you're like, she is barely dressed at hell. And then they get close in, and you're like, oh. Yeah. They're just faking it. Liar. They're yeah. faking it. Uh, let's see. On uh, Friday... Bachelor stars uh, Clayton Eckerd and Susie Evans announced in a joint statement they are splitting up. No! 
I know. This never happens. Yes, so they wrote, We'll be friends forever. With incredibly heavy hearts, we wanted to share that we have decided... juicy farts. That we have decided (laughs) to go... I made it funny. I'm a poet. He's Uh, such a moron. uh, We wanted to share that we have decided to go our separate ways. Uh, They wrote, we understand that there will likely be a lot of questions about this decision. (laughs) No! No, we're good. Not a one. Uh, we don't care. Social- Any questions, anybody? <laughs> no. Okay. They said social media is definitely a highlight reel, and much of our experiences together we have kept private, as I'm sure most can understand. But we will share this. Although this last year together has brought us so much joy and so many laughs, <laughs> there's also been a significant amount of pain, and they left it at that. That's all that I have. Which, uh, which chucklehead is this one? I don't know. This is... Uh, He's a moron. <laughs> Clayton, Clayton Eckerd is all his right. name. My he, name is Clayton Eckerd. And uh, her name is Susie Evans. I love you, Susie. <laughs> I don't love you, Susie. Where are we now? So, yeah, they're they're over with, and I know all you're all heartbroken about it. I think contractually, they're at least required to be together for about a year. That's when it seems, you know, uh, there's probably something that spells out. You can't break up right away. Right. We'd like you to sort of at least massage it for a while before you break up. Yeah, pretend for at least six months. Yeah. All right, a new horror movie is coming out next week, and the studios found a creative way to let people know about uh, about it. Uh, they, They sent background actors to live baseball games front and center. So it's Paramount's latest offering called Smile. And several marquee matchups aired on uh, big TV stations on Friday, including uh, the Dodgers against the Cardinals, the Mets against the A's, and the Yankees against the Sox. In all of them, there was at least one person <laughs> prominently positioned behind home plate that held a super creepy smile the entire time. Wow. Did you guys see this? Yes, oh. I did. And, and Preston, I don't know if I was a pitcher. I mean, I know you're supposed to... I blocked that stuff out that I wouldn't be distracted by that. Yeah, so they had like this yeah. overly and bright oh, shirts. Man. Yeah, big big eyes, big smile, yeah. and not moving at all. Uh so it was perhaps most notable during the Mets game where a woman in a highlight green highlighted green shirt with the word smile written across it was standing and smiling awkwardly until a security guard uh told her <laughs> to move along. Another guy in a green uh, in green was also spotted at the Dodgers game, sitting in silence and holding a creepy smile for much of the game. <laughs> uh, some of them stood up at times, but most sat still and just held the pose, completely committed to the gag. Oh Another man, this time in blue, was seen at the Yankees game, and he got up occasionally with viewers at home, certainly taking notice uh, that uh, uh, it was freaking them out a bit. Uh, so yeah, I like the concept. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah. it's a really good idea. Uh, so I I watched the uh, the trailer for it. I'm not sure if I'm sold on it or not. We'll, yeah, we'll see. see what they do with it. Yeah. All right. And then finally, speaking of trailers, uh, according to Deadline, Netflix dropped the trailer for the limited series The Watcher on Saturday, starring Naomi Watson, uh, Bobby Cannavale. Uh, the series is based on, and we've talked about this before. Uh, it's based on the true story. Of a couple who bought and then were forced to abandon a $1.4 million home in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. After they started receiving letters from someone who claimed to have been watching the home for decades. Like yes. Ultra creepy letters that were coming to them. Still gives you chills. Uh, and like one of them said, I am the watcher. Bring me your young blood. Uh, the series is set to premiere on October 13th. I don't think there was ever any resolution from that at all. Oh, it was Burt Young. 
No. That was sending the letters <laughs> from Paulie? the Rocky movies? Paulie? Yeah. Paulie? I was wow. bored. Wow. No, yeah, th- that whole thing, that removed entity who supposedly, you know, was always keeping an eye on them is, is a chilling concept. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm intrigued by this. All right, we're now ready to play the clips. La Brea. Mm. Follows a family separated by a mysterious sinkhole in a primeval world and is back for a second season. Here, star Natalie Zia, or Zay, I'm not sure how you pronounce her last name, reveals the uh, steamier tone that fans can expect this season. Here we go. We did have to employ an intimacy consultant this year. You certainly see more of the romance um, than you saw before, which was, I guess, nothing. I don't know that you saw any of the romance before. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this description sounds stupid to me. (laughs) It is stupid. La Brea follows a family separated by a mysterious sinkhole in a primeval world. And they're talking about romance in this clip here? What? Yes. Sometimes when you see a woolly mammoth, you get you, you get wood. It, it happens all the time. So so there's a sinkhole that's opening up, and what? The things are coming out of it? No, no. they go into it. They fall oh. into it. It's it's I, it's the La Brea Tar Pits, is it not? Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and that's no. where the sinkhole occurs, and they fall into this. It's basically uh, the lost, uh, Land of the Lost. It looks like Land of the Lost. That's yeah. what it is. Okay. All right. Let's go to the but next clip. they're horny. Next clip here. <laughs> Uh, Reasonable Doubt follows a brilliant defense attorney in L.A. who bucks the justice system at every chance she gets. In this clip, producer Carrie Washington explains how her interest in sociology helps other actors. I think I have used a lot of it. I mean, I think, you know, what we, for me, I tend to think about characters in the kind of social science context. Like when I'm playing a character, I like to think about how she's become who she is and how she thinks and how she lives in the world and how society impacts who she is. Translation, boring. Reasonable Doubt will be available for streaming on Hulu tomorrow, by the way. All right, there you go. That's what I got in the entertainment report this morning. All right, we have some stuff taking place. Uh, first and foremost, I have to mention you, Hulu. Yeah. And we have your opportunity to win $1,000 two times today. We'll do it at 8 and 10 during our program that happens at noon, 3 and 5. So... Don't miss your chance to win the money. We also have Dane Cook, who's going to be on the program in the 9 o'clock hour, and he's got a new comedy special. Uh, Jack and Bam Bam stopped by a little bit earlier than the regular crossover because he's going to be filling in for Pierre Robert, and we want to make sure that we get a little bit of a recap time between Casey and Jackie and some of the things we might have missed out on. Uh, And as we are taking a break right now, I would like to give away some movie passes. We have the greatest beer run movie premiere, and it is tonight. 7 o'clock, UA King of Prussia. And we'll take five callers at 215-263-WMMR. Just the first five callers. Give us a buzz right now. You get to go tonight. Casey Boy, fresh off his trip, is going to be there this evening oh my God. for this event. So 7 o'clock at the UA King of Prussia. Click contest at WMMR.com for another chance to win. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. The new and improved MMR app is out. It's faster, better organized, yet fully customizable to your liking. Start poking around now. If you want the latest rock news or Sarah's Rock Breakdown to show up top on your app feed, easy. Need to stay current on everything from the Preston and Steve show? Choose so it's delivered right to the top. Browse the latest station merch in the MMR Rock Shop. 
Look for Marissa's App Hack videos to get the ultimate user experience. So update your app now and then customize it to make the new MMR app your app. Looking at the uh, Preston and Steve Show Instagram account right now, and obviously there's a lot of uh, cool pictures and video from uh, Casey's big adventure, and we're going to talk a little bit about that later on when uh, Jackie comes in. But there's also uh, a little behind-the-scenes video of uh, Larkin Poe when yeah. they were in here performing, and I I, uh, I was listening to that album a lot after they... <laughs> Came in here this weekend, and I think I'm kind of I kind of fell in love with them. Uh, yes, while they were here, I could yeah. tell uh, they were super duper nice and insanely talented and really sweet and super cute and all that. You know where I picked up on it during the rose ceremony. Oh, okay. yeah. well, yeah. I professed my yeah, love yeah, at you that did. point. Yeah, um, but if you have not, uh, <laughs> if you've not seen, we're gonna have the full, I would imagine, uh, Daily Rush video down the road. But they were so good, and that album is. Fan freaking tastic! I listened when it first came out. I yeah. listened to it and I'm like, eh. I kind of threw it away because I was listening with the ears of what can we play on MMR? What's right for MMR? Right. And I listened to it a little bit different this time, and I'm like, I just love this album. Well, Bill's a huge man about town. Yeah. Bill Weston, huge yeah. fan so as well. So you'll they, be hearing more of them. They got a new album coming out in November. So sorry, didn't mean to no go on and love. on about that. But I'm in love. I'm a young man in love. I'm in love. He's in love. I'm in love. <laughs> What, were you, what song is that? It's, oh, God, is that from... Uh, it's from Little Mermaid. She's in love. Oh, I don't know that song. Nah. When what? you're in love with a crustacean. Uh, maybe the stage show. Uh, okay. Have you, okay. Anyway, uh, that's so, Kathy's bailiwick. She's a she's the singer. If you would like to uh, see the video clip, it's on our Instagram. It's great. They were fantastic. So over the weekend, uh, there was a bright light across the sky, uh, and it was uh, Saturday night. And apparently, what people thought was some kind of a uh, I don't know uh, 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 a meteorite or something like that turned out it was uh, a SpaceX launch. That's cool. Uh, Falcon Nine rocket out of uh, out of Florida, and uh, I we were talking about this on the phone last night, Nick. This I did not see this. I was like, oh, I saw that. What I saw was Friday night. I saw something different in the sky. Oh. I, want, I want to bring that up in All a right. moment because... What's happening in the sky? What's going on? Because Fire in it, sky. It kind of freaked us out. But I saw the video, uh, Casey, that you sent over that Seamus took. Seamus took from our... I think it was our front yard. So it must have been up there for a while. Did that mm-hmm. look like what you saw What no. the Seamus video? No. What what he saw, What the, the video and what people saw on Saturday night looked similar to what I saw several years ago at a block party that we were having okay. and I'd been drinking a lot and I thought I saw an alien. Or, I was a fiery angel. I thought I saw an alien spacecraft or something like that and that's when I called Matt I O'Donnell remember. Remember. at 6ABC that yeah. night and I'm like, dude, I saw something that didn't look right and he called around and he found out indeed it was a launch. Oh. Local broadcaster Preston <laughs> Elliott was drunk last night. <laughs> uh, so spotted a glowing angel. But it, this looks exactly yeah. like what I saw all those years ago because it was at least 10 years ago that I saw that. Uh, and uh, so this is Pretty damn cool, man. So I was driving uh, a bunch of ladies to a concert on Saturday night, and I, my, <laughs> I, I was the dad, and uh, there were uh, two girls on the back and uh, one girl in the front, and um, one of the girls in the back on the right hand side of the uh, on the passenger side of the car. Uh, she's like, "Oh my god, what what the hell is that?" And she's like, "It looks it looks like a comet." And anytime I hear anything like that, I'm like, "Yeah, she's probably drunk, right?" You know, like this is it's nothing and then uh we all saw it and it passed right in front of the car so i was heading east on route 30 we're going to ardmore music hall 
and uh, and then it's it's kind of zoomed in front of us, and it really did look like what a comet would look like. Yes, and so how, how bright? Um, really bright, really bright, bright. brighter than a uh, an airplane, right? And um, but this Steve, it was moving super fast. And Preston, years uh, years ago, you turned me on to the um. The tracking system for the International yes. Space Station. Yes. So I'm looking at that, and I was like, it doesn't look like that at all. because It's too bright. It's too bright, yeah. And, yeah. and the space station moves in a, like a, sort of in a straight line. And yep. this looked like, Steve, it looked like a plane, but with this massive fan attached to it, kind wow. of like a... Um, like a comet would look like. Oh, I would have liked to have seen that. So uh, we, we they got video of it. I, I posted it up on Instagram on... Uh, Saturday night, and I've never received so many responses so quickly as to what it was. People alerted me right away that there was a SpaceX launch, and I think out of that, where? I think out of Florida. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. out of Cape Canaveral. But, Isn't that amazing? Yep. So, and you, there are launches like in uh, Southern Virginia, right? Like the Wallace yeah. Island or whatever. Right. And it would seem to be to make more sense to be able to see that around here. But, but for Florida. For Florida. And people were seeing it all up and down the East Coast. So I was getting alerts yep. on Instagram from, like, Maine and all the way down from Florida. People were able to see it all over the place. And it was really pretty fascinating. And then, so it passed, like, in front of a car, you know, due east of us. And then it just disappeared. And I was like, what wow. the hell is that? And it <laughs> turns out it was a rocket going into space. And when we couldn't see it anymore, it, it had gone into space. It had gone out of sight. So what I saw on Friday night, uh, my wife and son and I were outside. We're just sitting outside. And it was probably, I don't know, 8, 9 o'clock, something like that. And we're just looking up at the sky. And Parker just, we're just kind of, you know, hanging outside looking up. And Parker goes, satellite, because we'll, we'll see them from sure, time to yeah. time. You can tell they don't blink. Right. They move steady and uh, not crazy fast, but but you can tell the difference between a plane if you stay and if you if you look at it for a while. Right. And we, we saw this bright light, and it was brighter than, than a satellite that I've seen before. Um, and it was just a... It, it didn't have a, a tail on it or anything like this one did, Nick. Okay. And it's moving, and we're sitting there watching it, and I'm and I'm keeping an eye on it, watching it for about 10 seconds, and then it just faded out and disappeared. And I'm like, okay, that's not normal. What was that? Mm. And it kind of weirded us out a little bit, and then we stopped thinking about it. But I, I, I was, I mean, it had, it wasn't an aircraft because its plane went out. Um, it looked too low to be a satellite. Uh, we didn't hear any sounds at all. It wasn't a helicopter. You don't have a lot of light pollution where you are also, right? I mean, Not a ton. Not no. a ton, right. Uh-oh. So, um, and how long did you say you saw it for? We were sitting there probably about eight or ten seconds. Okay. You know, and, and I'm, we're sitting there watching it. Yeah, yeah, that's satellite. And I'm like, wait, oh, wait, it just disappeared. So it was really strange. So I'm wondering if it might have been some type of... I don't know, because satellites, they don't... They're, they're, goodbye, they're, Preston. They're goodbye. Light doesn't go. I know. I enjoyed my time on Earth. And for just I listen a, to your show every morning. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Just a moment. <laughs> uh, for just a moment, I thought maybe yeah. UFO. How, listen, yeah. we don't know. I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. I mean, to me, it was a UFO. It was unidentified. Yeah. I, could, I couldn't identify it, and it was flying. So, hmm. uh, hang on. Let me go to Chris, who is a science teacher. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Chris. Uh, yes. Uh, I am a science teacher, and uh, I spe- my specialty is uh, space and space travel and all that stuff. Excellent. Um, but, uh, yeah, I wanted to just kind of explain to everybody who got to see this, because a lot of questions that came to me was, like, why the heck now? Um, and it really has to do with the fact that, yeah, th- th- most of the launches are coming from Cape Canaveral, and they're usually following e- the eastward uh, direction because it's going along or as close to along the equator as we can go in the U.S. Right. Um, and this time, however, because this was a Starlink uh, mission, in other words, 
this is just one of Elon Musk's pet projects and trying to get as many satellites up there as possible. This one was going more north uh, to cover more uh, space. Okay. So, yeah, that's why the, like most of the East Coast got to see this because it was traveling almost along the East Coast where usually it's going just east. That's yeah, wild. you know what? That is odd, Chris, because I, I remember reading one time about why – Florida and and that particular in that location is one of the best places in the world to launch from and there's a couple of reasons number 1 you have all water to the east and the reason that most of these air, uh, spacecraft want to go to the east is because the world is rotating in that direction right. and kind of gives it a little bit of a boost and so uh, it wouldn't make okay. sense to go the other way you're fighting you're you're going to lose momentum if you go that way so the reason you want all that water is in case they have to uh, abort, abort, yeah, and there's not going to be any danger of, of crashing over you know populated areas. So that's really interesting because that, and that might be why we don't really see them up this way that often because they're headed east as opposed to headed north. You think so? Yeah, that's exactly it. And then that's another reason why it was also following along the coast rather than just like a perfect north trajectory because that would be putting it over land, which is a very big no-no. It's right. at least following the coastline, so all of our procedures can still fall into the ocean. Interesting. Okay. And correct me if I'm wrong, the first Hooters is in Florida, too, as well, right? <laughs> it, it, yeah. it is. Yeah. And that it's in makes clear it. water. Yeah. yeah. Coincidence? Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> when you're, think when you're planning out a launch schedule... <laughs> That's that's worth researching. Yes. Uh, I, and that's way, so, so I've got a, there's a couple of texts uh, coming in. People saying that that I saw what I saw on Friday night was the ISS. It definitely isn't. I have the ISS watch app on my phone. I know exactly what that satellite looks like because I, I watch it regularly. This was bigger and brighter than that. Uh, what I saw on Friday, which was not this SpaceX launch, and Did I you hear anything. I don't know what. No, I couldn't hear anything. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Hang on. Hear it. In hindsight, maybe I did hear something. Afterburner. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, Chris, you didn't hear about any launches on Friday night about what I saw, did you? Uh, I no. can't. There were three launches. I just don't know specifically what times they were. Okay. There were three separate launches. Yeah, I can't remember which projects and from what location, but I know the one from Cape Canaveral was SpaceX. Okay. I just got a great video that uh, Mr. Peanuts sent to me. Uh, he was at a wedding somewhere, and it's just a beautifully shot, like, uninterrupted video uh, where the, the, the rocket comes into... Wow! Isn't that great? Go show Who Steve that. Go yeah. show Steve um, that. I want to see that. <laughs> uh, Chris, thank you for your call. We appreciate it, sir. Thank you. All right, take care. Uh, look at that, Steve. Wow. You imagine, look at how big that looks That's in the phenomenal. sky. Isn't that huge? Yeah. So I didn't see Jack S. And I was, yeah. I was outside a lot. On night. Saturday? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What I time was at was a charity. It? I wish I would have seen it. Nick, what time was it? Uh, I guess about 7.30, 7.45, oh, something like that. okay. Okay. Yeah. So, there was uh, like on social media though. I was watching everybody. Did you know, it blow up? Yeah. Well, no, no. Like, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. So like people, you know, some of my friends or whatever, but out in Bucks County, you know, there's always like this, you know, people say they see things. Right, right. There's been tons of you you know supposedly ufo sightings so when this happened like all my friends out there were like what the hell is this we're oh under my, attack we gotta get out of here dude i'm telling you when yeah. i saw that all those it scared me all those years ago it kind of scared and i looked around immediately because it went quick it wasn't like this which seems like it was sustained in the air for a long time i saw it 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 uh that that cone shape formed and, <laughs> and then 
After a few seconds, it disappeared, and I started walking around to people. I'm like, did you see, see that? that? <laughs> did you see that in the sky? And they're looking at me like I had three heads. <laughs> and I felt like, you know, or did I see it? Do you I, keep you know, your the end is near sandwich board by the front I should, door? I should, yes. Just get outside and tell everybody um, we're all going to die. <laughs> I, lo- I would love to, and yeah. I know you said it as well, to see an actual launch in proximity. I, I, I don't mean right under it, but, you know, across whatever the, wherever the viewing area is, especially a night launch, would be amazing. Yeah. Yep. So, but you're uh, gonna have to be in Florida at the right time because you gotta take a chunk of time. Well, yeah. Even yeah. if you plan it, uh, they can uh, you know, delay the launch or scrub it or whatever, and so you can go down to Florida for a wasted. How trip. long? How long are we delayed for the? Um... Oh, Artemis is supposed oh. to be tomorrow. Well, yeah. I saw last week that they were gonna they had rescheduled the Artem- Artemis launch for tomorrow. Uh, I don't know if that has changed again because th- there have been so many issues with it, Steve. I thought I read that with the pending hurricane oh. that they're gonna push it back further. That they might sense. even. Put the they might even take it back into the uh, uh, into the giant shelter that they have. Or no, that would make sense. The, the assembly or at least building, the carport, uh, maybe the carport. No, they have uh, the assembly <laughs> building. They they might have to move it all the way back there because of a right. hurricane coming up. I don't know if you want to fold this in at this point, Preston, but the um, the space force theme, the anthem was um, oh really? I don't know. If yeah, you it was last it. week. Let's. Yeah, uh, yeah. I haven't heard it yet. I haven't yeah. listened to it. Um, and uh, and Neil deGrasse Tyson commented on it. Space Force. <laughs> it's the Space Force. kind of like that. Is it really? Yeah, well, right, here we go. Dude, you know what this sounds like already? What? Uh, in the in the first Captain America, the first Avenger movie, yeah, when he's doing the promotional yes! tour, when he's going and he lifts up the the motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. Marissa, see if you can find mm. in in the first right. Captain America movie as he's <laughs> as he's touring the country. You know, uh, each dollar is a bu- is a bullet in your best man's gun or something yeah, like yeah. that. All right, hang on, let me. I can't understand the words. Can Not you? Me neither. Uh, play it back. Yeah. Um, hang on. Maybe we can find find the lyrics for it. Can you back it up? Uh, I, I, I thought you were doing that. Sorry. Okay. Stop it there. When you're Ralphing in the dark. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when you're Ralphing in the dark. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Off to a good right. start. Yeah. Connie knows your nuts are blue. You guess. <laughs> Let's hear that. <laughs> he knows your nuts <laughs> are blue. All right, all right, when you're rapping in the dark, right, Connie right. knows your nuts are blue. You're rapping in the dark. Connie knows your nuts are blue. I love this version. Yep. Somebody writing these lyrics. <laughs> okay. I can't make it out. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. We got after Connie knows your nuts are blue. Will you? I, it's a menstrual on the cup. No, I heard, heard menstrual cup in there. Oh, yeah. there. No. I'm hearing different. You what? I'm hearing. Will you just on the playground slide? Oh, oh my wait, god! Wait, mm-hmm. hear that again? Oh, we can't say that. Though, no, no. No, I think you're right. Reach, 
Okay. Um, so uh, yeah. I, you can't really discern what they're saying. I've heard I heard space a few times. Uh, it has a it has a very retro sound to it, don't very you think? Very much so. Yeah, like, like a, a John Philip Sousa esque. It had to have been what they were going for. Nick, yeah. I don't think those were the same uh, lyrics. I don't think so either. And I, I didn't get it right. Nick, well, no, not that. Nick oh. had pulled up what were were thought to be the the lyrics, but they didn't match what was being sung there. Here's the uh, here's the the Captain America thing. <laughs> Storm a beach or drive a tank, but there's still a way all of us can fight. Kind of that similar. Yeah. Is that very similar? Each one I love in this scene point. how he's reading his lines off the back of the shield. <laughs> yeah. yep. To be honest, I would have liked a little bit more. Um, uh, lasers and well, uh, uh, yeah, like like the uh, a, a, a fifth of the uh, the Star Wars. Uh, what was it, Miko? Who, who did the uh, disco uh, Star Wars? Yeah. Oh, 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 a fifth of Beethoven fifth of, type yeah, thing, but, yeah. but with Star Wars, Star Wars theme. I, I, I something a little bit more um, orchestral, something a little bit bolder. You know, right? Uh, and and, and I'm, I'm not hearing that. I just don't know why they feel the need to do the traditional sound. Like like, um, all the other like anthems is, were were written in that time, right. and we're now in 2022 where you don't have to write something that sounds like it was written in the 30s well, and 40s. That, like take something like an Aaron Copeland esque, um, you know, fanfare for the common man or something that has that sort of um, impact to it. Ty, uh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson makes an interesting point, Preston. Okay, you can you pull up a piece of audio from him? Uh, right there. Yeah, here we go. That's the first I've heard it. It sounds very 1950s, you know, mm-hmm. but, yeah. <laughs> but I, mm-hmm. I kind of like it. And, I, and and what's funny or curious is that the other branches of the armed forces, the songs tend to be songs that you would march to. You know, you've that urge to get up and march. But Space Force... You want to be able to feel like you want to launch something, and I didn't feel launchy with wow. those lyrics or with the with the rhythms. But maybe if you watch a rocket launch while you hear it, that'll reset how we think about the mood we should attain as we listen. That's which what one, I, yeah. Of of the other themes uh, from the military, which ones do you guys? There's anchors away for yeah. the navy. There's which uh, I love. Um, uh, the wild blue yonder. Off we go into the wild blue yonder for the uh, the air force. And you have the halls of Montezuma for oh. the. Uh, I love that. That's one. great. The, the Marine Corps. I'll do respect to the other. <laughs> and then the army is what is the army's uh, theme? Rock me Amadeus. Rock me Amadeus. <laughs> Falco. <laughs> Now, why would they have chosen that? It's so crazy. It doesn't make any sense. What is the Army's theme? I don't know why I can't think of it. I know all the other ones. You can be in the Army. I know that's a commercial from back in the day. Right, but... I'm having um, a brain fart on this. You know what? I wonder, does it happen, Preston, that you associate because of the association is what informs your decision to like it or not? Uh, Or, you know, which came first, the chicken or the egg here in this situation? Do you like it because of the association or would you have liked it? If it was played for you before you knew it was attached. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, oh, as the caissons go rolling along. That, that that's great. Mm-hmm. Again, over that, hill, over dale, dale, we will hit the dusty oh, trail yeah. as the caissons go rolling along. Yeah, that's uh, it. High, high, he in the distillery. The Phyllis Dillery. I don't know why I would Phyllis Dillery. That's what I would sing when I was a kid because I didn't know the words. And, and But you knew Phyllis Dillery. <laughs> I knew Phyllis. Well, because of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Every young boy at that time loved Phyllis Diller. 
Casey last night in the uh, Phillies game, they lost in extra innings, and uh, Andrew Dilly Bellotti got the, got the loss. Oh, no. <laughs> so I can't see Andrew Bellotti's name without thinking Dilly Bellotti every time. Wait a minute. Did I, was I singing the wrong song? Because isn't, isn't that the... Uh, the Army goes... I think you're but, right. But I think the but the, the Marine Corps is... Um, From the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli. Something the Phyllis Diller <laughs> at the Phyllis Dillery. The United States Marines. Over there. Rock me, Amadeus. They should all use America F, yeah. They're all really good, though. I do I do like I like Anchors Away. That's a great song and uh wild blue yonder is a cool one as well um hang on a second let me go to let me go to julie hi julie good morning good morning what's up it reminds me of this song from uh, a league of their own (laughs) oh Oh, the the girls all-american league actually it does um members of the all-american cities near and far we have Canadians, oh. Swedes. <laughs> Irish ones and Swedes. Swedes. I said Africans and Swedes one time. That was before. Africans and Swedes. Yeah. But I want something a little bit more current sounding for this one. You, you know what I mean? Some, like, do you have any ideas? Uh, I mean, well, I was thinking something like this might work. Okay. Drop it! Yes! Yeah. Space Force. <laughs> We're going to tear you up. Is that you at the beginning there? So yeah, drop I don't know. it. <laughs> yeah. I'm a DJ. That was from the uh, uh, the pizza R- ranch dressing. ranch dressing pizza. Mm-hmm. Drop it! <laughs> Is this Skrillex? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I dig this piece. This just makes more sense. Hang on, I'm going to go to uh, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Good morning. Hey, how are you this morning? Good. What's up, Kevin? Hey, that uh, Space Force, that's almost like a direct knockoff of It's a Small World from Disney. The music, it, it, you can play it right over. Really? Play it again. All right, All right hold on. on. We'll, we'll back it up. Thank you, Kevin. We'll check that out. Um, right. Here we go. Hang on a second. It's a small world after all. But how does the, the lead up to that? It's a world of laughter, a world of tears, it's a world of hope, and a world of It's a small world after all. No, I don't hear that. Yeah. It's a small world after all. It comes grooving up slow lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the, the I, I guess the members of Space Force are going to need to know that song to be able to sing it. I would imagine, yes. You know. Did you guys have a, uh, a school song? Yeah, my oh, uh, at O'Hara we did. Uh, do you remember it? I do. Were you asked to sing it? From uh, time to time, yeah. as, as a student body, we did not have a you school didn't? song. No. Really? Um, Ours was Needle and the Damage Done. No wow. kidding. Wow, that's it's, kind of a downer. Not a good school, yeah. Okay. Um, O'Hara, O'Hara, home of the red and blue. Alma mater, we salute you. Our loyalty is true. Ah. Yeah. There's always something about that, or, you know. Mm-hmm. 
our heart is with you. Or we're not or... so sure about you. <laughs> Kathy, did uh, you guys? I'm have sure a we had something. High like I can, I can hear the. It was band. probably a Belinda Carlisle. No, I can hear the band playing it at the football game. But I don't I know why I'm having a brain fart. Where did no you idea. go to school again? Pensbury. Pensbury. Okay, and maybe Conestoga has one, but I don't. I know Bucknell did, but I don't think. I don't know. Maybe Conestoga did. They all end up borrowing, like, University of Michigan and uh, Notre Dame anyway. They do. Yeah. yeah. The band meets us. <laughs> do, you remember, uh, do you remember Bucknell's? No. Okay. And there is one. And I think at some point they go Ray Bucknell, which I never really liked. Ray yeah, Bucknell? Yeah, like, hooray, but uh, hooray, it takes too long, so they just... Uh, Ray Bucknell. Yeah, there's a, an apostrophe, Ray Bucknell. Okay. And doesn't Nell do the break in the song? Yeah, yeah, yeah she, she does. does. Yes. <laughs> the, the Kong Kong? Right, right yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Isn't okay. that how we got on the uh, Nell kick to begin with? Because we did uh, Buck or Nell with Jay Wright one time. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think we did oh a Oh, my God. Yeah. And and so we played clips from Nell, uh-huh. and then I think we played like random uh, deer sounds. Imagine that getting up at orientation. Yeah, I'm not oh. so sure about this, Chloe. And now we have a special guest speaker. <laughs> I saw Jay right on. Look, she did that all with a possum in her mouth. <laughs> I saw Jay Red on Friday night. He said to say hi to you all. You oh, that's good. Where did you uh, see him? I do, I do quiz. We right. at a place called um, uh, Christopher's in Wayne, and uh, our team came in fourth. Jay Wright's team came in first. Oh, of course. Yeah. Is he a regular there? No, it's, apparently his son is, uh, and Jay walked in. It was it was funny because, like, I guess he had an event at, um, at Villanova earlier. It was parents' weekend, and so Jay came in, like, dressed to the nines. He, it was Classic J. Wright GQ suit. And I'm sure he irons his pajamas. <laughs> he looked like a million yeah. bucks. But as soon as he walked in, he just got swarmed by Lake Villanova students and parents and alum and stuff. It was neat. It was cool to see him. All right, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, this whole thing got started with the, the uh, SpaceX uh, la- launch that everybody saw all over the Delaware Valley. So uh, you weren't alone. It was, uh, And there's some really cool videos that yeah. of that. that Amazing. All right, well, something that would be really cool is you winning $1,000. So we want to make sure that we uh, stay on time for uh, MMR's You Who Loot. We are going to take a break. We'll be back in just a second. In fact, here's more about that right now. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I would just like to point out uh, one of MMR's big friggin' deals. It's happening this week. In fact, it starts today. This one I think you're going to love because it is two tickets to Bates Motel and Haunted Attractions and Glen Mills for just $50. So that's two tickets for 50 bucks. That is a hell of a bargain. I, I love that place. It just thunders. They, they, I mean, you know, everything there is top-notch. Number one haunted attraction in America for half price. So uh, you can, they're valid for any night of the week, by the way, the combo passes. So uh, you can do this now. 
at WMMR.com and use the keyword DEAL, and that is while supplies last. So that might go quickly. Just a heads up on taking advantage of that right now. All right, let's do the Bizarre Five. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you this morning by Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, focused on being the best at one thing and getting it right every time. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers coming soon to Fairless Hills in the Court of Oxford Valley. One love. All right, we're going to start with a local story in the Bizarre File and one that has a good ending to it. A Delaware County man is crediting the Phillies dollar dog night promotion with leading him to a cancer diagnosis that ultimately saved his life. How about that? Phillies fan Bill Finn discovered that he had stage 4 diffused large B-cell lymphoma and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma that began in white blood cells. Last September, he went to a Phillies game during Dollar Dog Night with the intention of breaking his own personal record for hot dogs eaten. The next day, he woke up with a stomach ache that he thought was a result of his overindulgence, but the pain lasted more than a week. He visited a doctor at the urging of his wife, Heather, which led to a series of visits over the next month before he was diagnosed with cancer. That began a seven-month period of receiving aggressive radiation and chemotherapy, which began only days after the birth of his son, Riker. One year later, the Phillies invited Finn back to their ballpark, and he got a chance to go on the field and meet Charlie Manuel. This was just this past week. Oh, that's cool. And uh, they, the fans are using uh, Bill's story as a means of encouraging people not to ignore seemingly normal health symptoms. But I thought that was pretty cool that uh, the there was a tie into Dollar Dog. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. An animal sanctuary in the Democratic Republic of Congo, the DRC, is facing demands for ransom money after kidnappers abducted three of its baby chimpanzees. Frank Chantereau, uh, the founder of the sanctuary, said this is the first time in the world that baby apes were kidnapped for ransom. Uh, his sanctuary, called Young Animals Confiscated in the Kata, uh, Katanga, uh, is abbreviated, by the way. Uh, well, it's anyhow, it's close to the border between the DRC and Zambia. All right. Uh, a key route from Congo to South Africa uh, through which apes are smuggled to the rest of the world. So kidnappers broke into the sanctuary around 3 a.m. They took away three of the five baby chimpanzees that he had rescued so far this year. Uh, Their names are Caesar, Hussein, and Monga. Uh, He later found uh, the other two hiding in a kitchen. Uh, An hour after the break-in, his wife received three messages and a video of the abducted chimps from the kidnappers. I'm wearing a blindfold, but I can hear boats outside. He said they told us that they... (laughs) They had planned to kidnap my children because they were supposed to come here on vacation, but they didn't come, so the kidnappers took these three babies hostage and demanded a large amount of ransom from us. I think we're in a basement because I hear them coming downstairs when they're coming to feed us. Uh, the kidnappers claim to One have... the man speaks with a Dutch accent. Have dr- <laughs> they claim to have drugged the chips... speaking something that sounds like Farsi, but I'm not sure. And threatened to hurt them. <laughs> All very helpful. Yes. Any, any bit of information yeah. will help, yeah. Uh, so, anyhow, they, they I'm claim... I'm hearing what sounds like like a limp. One of them probably has a bum leg. <laughs> the, the cadence is irregular. The kidnappers claim to have drugged the chimps and threatened to hurt them if uh, Chantereau didn't pay the ransom. Uh, he said, obviously, it's impossible for us to pay the ransom. He said, uh, not only do we not have the money, but you need to understand that if we go their way, they could very well do it again in two months. 
and we would also have no guarantee they would return the baby I to us. I want you to return my baby, Chimps. I have a special set of skills <laughs> that makes people like me bad for monkey-stealing pricks like you. Uh, the authorities are still investigating and trying to identify the kidnappers. I, I, honestly, that is a, that's, a, that's a serious thing, because if they see it as a revenue source, that could be really bad. Here's another uh, story that kind of ties into the first one that I had. Uh, an OnlyFans customer's life was saved by one of the platform's top content producers. Belle Grace is in the 0.1% of top creators on OnlyFans, and she helped in this particular case. Um, it was getting hot and heavy on camera when Belle noticed that uh, the man on the chat with her had one testicle bigger than the other. Wow. And it was and it happened to be hot dog night as well, Preston. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Apparently she had a uh she had a healthcare career before she got into OnlyFans. Ah. So she urged the man to go and get it checked out and doctors revealed that he had an aggressive form of testicular cancer, which was thankfully caught in the nick of time. That's amazing. Yep. He said, I honestly I said honestly, I do think you should get it checked out, she said. And it took me about four or five weeks to actually convince him. Uh, she said he did turn around and say, look, I'm really embarrassed about it. I don't actually want to go. Honestly, I just go. And I said, just go and you'll be fine. Just get that uh, peace of mind and everything's okay. My OnlyFans account, who I pleasure to myself every week, suggested I have this checked out. Uh, the man himself is understandably incredibly grateful for Bell's intervention and said, I can't thank Bell enough for encouraging me to make the doctor's appointment. I honestly didn't think that anything was wrong. Well, maybe that's the next frontier in, in telecare, Preston, an OnlyFans account. Maybe so. All right, and then finally, uh, we'll end with this story. A cannibal from Michigan pleaded guilty to killing and eating part of a man named Kevin Bacon. Wait, what? <laughs> well, if you're going to eat somebody. After uh, meeting him on a dating app three years ago. We've, we've talked about this before, but Mark Latunsky copped Thursday to murdering and mutilating the 25-year-old hairdresser with whom he lured to his home in December Bacon. of 2019. Latunsky admitted to stabbing Bacon in the back, then removing parts of his body before taking him to the kitchen and chowing down on them. Bacon! Bacon! Where's the bacon? I smell bacon! 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 Gotta be bacon! Only one thing smells like bacon! That's bacon! Uh, Latunsky reportedly told cops that he cut off Bacon's testicles oh. and ate them after meeting him on Grinder. After the killing, Bacon's corpse was found hanging from the rafters of Latunsky's basement with a rope tied around his ankles, his throat slit, and body parts removed. Oh, my God. Sounds like Ed Gein. Absolutely. Latunsky had previously pleaded not guilty with an insanity defense, and the dramatic reversal came less than a month before his trial was scheduled to begin on October 18th. The guilty plea came against the recommendations of Latunsky's attorney, who said that he has a history of mental illness. What, are you crazy? Uh, Bacon's family first grew nervous when he failed to show up uh, to breakfast on Christmas Eve 2019. Investigators later found his car in a Dollar General parking parking lot and then tracked him to Latunsky's house. So that's messed up, man. Horrible. And we'll end there. That's all I have in the book. I got some more really good stories. We'll get to those a little bit later on uh, this morning. You do have about three minutes or so left. Uh, to enter a YooHoo loot word for today, that word is advantage, A-D-V-A-N-T-A-G-E. So make sure you don't miss your opportunity. Just take some time right now to enter that. You got, like I said, you got about three minutes. Advantage is the word. It could win you $1,000. It's that simple. So go for it. Uh, reminder as well, the latest Daily Rush video is up and running. Casey's Big Adventure Day 3. 
I watched it last night. Yes. I loved it because uh, a lot of it is uh, them playing carpool karaoke with us, <laughs> which was so much fun. It was fun. great. Yeah? Oh, it, good. It was excellent. Case, you got to see the video. All right, I'll watch it. It's a it. blast. Uh, you can be the first to see the newest Daily Rush by subscribing to our YouTube channel, sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. You can learn more at Xfinity.com. But check out the video now on PrestonandSteve.com or at uh, our uh, YouTube account. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Don't forget, Dane Cook joining us this morning. We'll be right back. Who serves up the best burger in Philly? Taste for yourself. Philly Burger Brawl is back. Round one, fight. So get off your buns and come sample the region's meat you can't beat. From traditional to gourmet to, whoa, what's on that? Come stuff your grill with unlimited burger bites. Sunday, October 23rd. Outdoors at Xfinity Live with cold beer and live music. Benefiting Philly Parks and Rec's at-risk teen initiative. And Philly School District's after-school programming. Ticket info's up at WMMR.com. Don't miss Philly Burger Brawl 2022 at Xfinity Live. I do love the taste of a good burger. Mm. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks to your taste buds. Well, it wouldn't be a weekend if I didn't notice a few things to pass along, and the weekend is over, so... I'm happy to notice these things. Cross an empty field down a dark alleyway from his backyard sitting in the jacuzzi. <laughs> it's the noticer. You never you do notice. You never stop noticing. You never know. That's where I saw the thing in the sky on uh, Friday and I was sitting in the hot tub. You notice like a mofo. I do. Uh, I notice this. Today is uh, the second National Pancake Day of the year. Th- thank you for clarifying that there are multiple pancake days because uh, yes. it always seemed weird. Every time we turned around, it was National Pancake Day. Right. <laughs> so today is National Pancake Day. What I don't remember is which one. This is the Gregorian calendar. Well, which one is the one that yielded us uh, the nickname for uh, Pancake, Pierre's uh-huh. producer, um, I'm thinking this one. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Are you feeling this one? Or I thought you... it was... I, I remember it being summertime, I thought. Was the living easy? It was. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, but I'm not really sure. But uh, yes, uh, Pancake Chris, who is uh, <clears throat> Pierre's producer, uh, gained his nickname because he stopped off and picked us up pancakes without us asking. <laughs> yeah. It's still... It, it, that was a great day. It was a great yeah. day. Pancakes and, um, are good. Uh, pancakes, by the way, are an old staple dating back to ancient Greece. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Uh, oh. So they that was actually, they had two options. They could make a discus or pancake. <laughs> okay. And they went with pancake. Yeah. Steve, you and I, uh, I think, suffer from the same affliction, which is that we love them, but we don't order them very often. Exactly right. Because they're very filling and um, often a little too sweet for our breakfast tastes. And it's just hard to wrap my mind around cake for breakfast. All right, so here's what I did at a table recently. We're actually at uh, Uncle Bill's down the shore. Did you get a table pancake? We got a table pancake, Kathy. <laughs> and it was fan freaking tastic We got a little bit of chocolate chip pancake action. Uh, and I uh, love that chocolate chip pancake. Oh, my God. Yeah. So there were... There yeah. were Oh, yeah, hey, it's my order. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's my story. Just overrated. Wait, get it to the table pancake or they the chocolate chip we'll pancake? Go. Yum, yum. Uh-huh. Uh, go ahead, keep going. To so the uh-huh. chocolate chip pancake or the, the no, table they don't pancake? Like the chocolate, they don't. chocolate chip. Well, uh, both, but okay. really more so the chocolate chip pancake. There were two at my table in my story. <laughs> <laughs> there were uh, there were two short stacks, one of plain and then one of uh, chocolate chip. And it really made the uh, entire breakfast experience delightful. Mm. Okay. 
I got pancakes on Friday in L.A. Uh, after Todd Glass's uh, house, he recommended this place called CJ's. I'm telling you. Is that the one with all the whipped cream on it that I saw you diving into? No. Okay, that was that probably was a else. cake of some sort, right. but not a pancake. No, it was just a regular plain old pancakes. I'm telling you guys. It was uh, it was a top three pancake of my wow. life. Wow, it was that's really, saying a really lot. Good. You are an aficionado. Uh-huh. Old. Uh, so anyhow, yeah, they go back to ancient Greece, and since then, uh, many varieties have been created across the globe in Britain, France, and other parts of Europe. The pancakes or crepes are very, very thin and often served with a sweet or savory filling. Didn't Aristotle invent the pop tart? Uh, I don't know. And Indonesia, they consume pancakes known as sarabi, which are made with rice flour and coconut milk. And in Uganda, pancakes are made with bananas. I like banana pancakes. I like banana pancakes, too. I would take a banana pancake over a chocolate chip pancake. I'll tell you what I would like. Banana and chocolate chip pancakes. Nick, Ooh. you feel me? Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. My kids are making pancakes in bowls in the microwave these days. So I remember it, you telling us about that. Yeah, yeah. so they just... Uh, they're they, doing that with, like, cakes, too. You can make, like, a mini cake. They're doing it with, like, making brownies in, in yeah, cups yeah, yeah. and stuff like can that. You, yeah. Can you do this? Are you a pancake uh, fan? I Kathy? do love pancakes. I it's hard to convince yourself to eat them, though, right? No, no, not hard <laughs> at all. No, you guys said you, you uh, don't order them. I do. I probably shouldn't be, but I absolutely sure. love pancakes. Uh. Wait, but I said yes to banana pancakes, but I just want to clarify that would be fresh bananas uh, cut up on top. If they're cooked yeah, in the not- pancake, I'm out. <laughs> okay. By the way, it was Bill Post uh, who invented the Pop-Tart. Not Aristotle? Oh, uh, damn it. <laughs> um, and I guess Post Post is a, uh, that's a brand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Po- like Post so Toasties. Post, Pop- Post Pop-Tart. Yes. Uh, so that's him, Bill Post. He's 94 years old and is Leave from... Leave me alone! Grand Rapids, Michigan. I made a Pop-Tart. I did it. But uh, get over it. He made it in 1964. God damn it. Apparently. Didn't you say that like Pop-Tarts are like some of the most unhealthy foods out there? They're, they're, some of them are high, they, very high in calories. I, I don't think think, I remember that. I don't think yeah. they're... Are they inherently unhealthy? Are they unhealth- more unhealthy than, say, a pancake? We went through a list of unhealthy stuff one time, and it might have been on there. Yeah, I, I feel remember. like a lot of that stuff is really concentrated into that, that little pot. Uh, number one was used motor oil. Okay, but, yeah. But no one... Deadly. Yeah. All right, anyhow, enjoy uh, Pancake David. Mm. Go on. I have other things that I noticed I want to get to. Uh, This is from last week. We didn't get a chance to touch on this. A lot of stuff we didn't get to really go to because we were really busy with uh, Casey's Big Adventure. It's a good reason. I've held on to a couple of things, but uh, Spotify users will now be able to purchase and listen to more than 300,000 different audiobooks they announced last week. Uh, The streaming company's foray into audiobooks marks its latest attempt to make the platform a one-stop shop for all things audio. Uh, Spotify introduced podcasts in 2015. They now, it's now home to more than 4.4 million podcasts. So stop and think about it. That's, That's why insane. it cracks me up when I've got <laughs> all the podcasts you compete with. It's so hard uh-huh. to, to rise uh, to the top. But uh, Preston, so you're an audible guy, as am I. Yes. Uh, I love it. I love the way they're, they're delivered. I love the, you know, you like I'll go inside and I can have one of the uh, my uh, the Alexa continue reading what I was listening to in the in the car. Uh, I love that whole thing, that, mm-hmm. that synergy. I, you know, I don't know if Spotify is going to have that. I looked this up uh, the other day because I would, wanted to see if you could get the Harry Potter books because um, Jim Dale, is that his, the name? The, yeah, the, 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 the narrator. Yeah. yeah, and uh, so they are available, but it's not cheap. It's like uh, 32 bucks for a book. And, and well, it's about what a um, a regular hard copy book would cost you. All right, so um, but uh, you can go to your library and they have audiobooks at your local library. Yes, for free. In fact, there is somebody had told me about an app uh, 
last week, and I think it's called. It might be called Libby. Okay. Um, Libby. And, and all you have to do is is you have to have a uh, essentially a. Um, a library card it, yeah. from your local library, and you can use this app. You just log on, and yep. you can download your uh, the books for free, which that's is right. what a library does, mind you. But everyone's ear juices are all over it. Oh, that's true yeah. too. Um, so I think that's pretty damn cool. Yeah, it's great. Uh, but I, I have a subscription to uh, to Audible. Well, you get a certain amount of credits per month, and then you use a, a credits. You know, usually a book is a credit. Uh, it ends up saving you money in the long run of over what you would pay individually for I each agree. purchase. I agree. Yeah, because I, I I get a ton of credits. And Preston, it's part of your Prime. Um, it's part of your Prime membership. Your Amazon Prime. So the company decided to introduce uh, the audiobooks uh, because they represent a quote substantial untapped market, according to Nir Zickerman, who is Spotify's vice president and global head of audiobooks and gated content. Uh, Zickerman said that the segment is growing by about twenty percent. Uh, year over year, despite uh, making up just six to seven percent share of the current book market, it's. I've again, I avoided it, I fought it, and then when I finally jumped over to the dark side, I ha- I've listened to a ton of books. I, I, I love, love it. it. I yeah. love it. I have a hard time. There, there are certain types of books that I, I just can't. Coloring books. Well, no, no, you can't, you can't do that. Uh, an audio color. No, I just, I can't follow along. I, I just lose. Uh, um, color the apple red. Yeah, I, no, I, I lose concentration, and the, the dude will be talking for like you know minutes and minutes. And I'm like, oh man, what pick, did pick yeah, something that you so, think will will. Uh, and everyone, that's what I fought yeah. with. My, well, lack of uh, attention. It it it. Uh, my my mind wanders from mm-hmm. time to if if I'm going somewhere with a purpose like work, and I'm listening to uh, a, a book, and all of a sudden I start thinking about work, and I realize, oh, the last two minutes I haven't been paying attention. Yeah, I just back it up. Yeah. and and, uh, and repeat what but I like, missed. Project Hail Mary. I had zero problems following along, but right. then like I tried to do on the road, and uh, oh yeah, and that one, I kind of kind of lost. Uh, and then also there was uh, the People's History of the United States. I completely lost track of. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of ones that I'm like, oh man, th- this 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 one's not for me. It's not going to work for me. So the move also vaults Spotify into more direct competition with Amazon-owned Audible, uh, which is the market leader in 2018 with 41 percent market share of audiobooks. So. Uh, they're also going to sell ebooks under its own brand. Amazon will sell ebooks under its own brand. Other competitors in- include Apple, Google, uh, Rakuten. I'm not sure. Is that how you pronounce that? Rakuten. Uh, R A Q U T E N, uh, which has partnered with Walmart. Mm. Uh, so, Spotify users interested in listening to audiobooks can find them in their search library and their curated recommendations on their homepage. The audiobooks will feature an icon, a lock icon over the play button to indicate that they need to be purchased. Once a book is purchased, users will be able to bookmark their place in the audiobook, control their listening speed, and download the content uh, for offline listening. I do the speed thing periodically because I I, I have my favorite narrators or mm-hmm. people that are my favorite readers. And, you know, you read a certain type of book and you'll come across those people often. But one, now and then, Preston, you'll get someone who reads at this laconic sort of delivery. I got to speed it up. It's okay. just too much. Uh, so yeah, look for that. If you're if you're an audiobook person, then um, it uh, it might be Spotify. Now, what I don't know is what's involved with your subscription. You already pay for, uh, or are you going to need to pay per title? I don't really know. Yeah. Any of that is there stuff, is there a place yeah. where you can borrow written books, like uh, on pages and stuff like that? Yeah, you know, can, also, the library. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Oh, okay. that. Yeah. Sense. 
But yeah, for for Harry Potter, um, Preston, I ha- you know I have a Spotify subscription, but I still had to pay like the thirty two bucks on top. Yeah, okay, of so so I guess some are available uh, with your subscription, and, and some are not. By the way, somebody texted, and then I did I say Perry Hotter the first time around? Uh, <laughs> if you did, I didn't hear it. I right. right. loved it. Uh, yeah. See if it was Perry Harder. Perry Harder. Katie Carey. Yeah, right. Katie Perry. All right. Uh, let's see what else I noticed here. Oh, yeah. This is a follow-up uh, to uh, the app that we talked about last week or the, the game Trombone Champ. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was only released on September 15th and went viral uh, last week after people online playing it began posting recordings of themselves. Uh, but Dan uh, Vecchito, the game's developer, said he never, ever expected that it would turn into the Internet's newfound source of laughter. Uh, in fact, uh, Vecchito, whose full-time job is a uh, is in web design, expected a much smaller group of enthusiasts. He said, I'm obviously super happy about it and uh, a little relieved. He said, I wasn't quite sure uh, what the response was going to be because it almost always sounds bad. Uh, he develops video games as a hobby and doesn't even play the trombone. And he came up with the idea for a trombone champ uh, four years ago, inspired by uh, traditional arcade cabinets. He said that he imagined a cabinet that, rather than a plastic light gun, had a rubber trombone with a moving slider attached to it. He said, I thought it'd be funny to imagine someone attempting to move the slide on a giant rubber trombone in it, uh, in and out, so that it kind of matched these uh, giant squiggly lines flying on the screen. Uh, and he said developing the game was a pretty smooth process. Uh, he worked on it uh, nights and weekends. And uh, the tricky part for Vekito was that uh, he wanted to find songs that would be enjoy uh, that would be enjoyable to the player without having to pay any royalties. So almost all the music right. is classical and in the public domain. That's what you'd have to do to make. And now, now, mind you, as it, as it starts to generate money, uh, maybe they can you know uh, get some more music on it. But there's also songs that are appropriate for a trombone. Yep. I was laughing so hard at this. Vaquito said that he was afraid that actual trombone players might be insulted by the game. However, he said most trombone players he's heard from have enjoyed it. And they find it really fun. Uh, He said because the overwhelming response, uh, he'll continue to update and tweak what he believes is the first ever trombone-centric game. So we got to try it here in the studio. Oh, please, yes. Uh, It costs uh, $14.99 and is available on PC via Steam. He's planning on to release a Mac version and eventually a version for consoles. Um, uh, it's only uh, available in English right now, but he's going to do it for other languages later. But apparently it's really taken off. Oh, my God, of really course, yeah. All right, I noticed another thing or two. Let's bring Kathy into the conversation. Okay. 
This story is for people with big boobs. Ah. <laughs> what do you say? Uh, if you are, if you have boobs that are higher than a C cup, okay. you'll probably <laughs> you'll probably know the familiar ache across your chest when you have fallen asleep on uh, like a lounge chair, face down. Okay, so like say you're sunny, oh, you're out yeah, sunny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Oh, that's like yeah. You're trying to get some sun on your back yeah. or something like that. So. Or maybe you're just strangled by your gals as soon as you lie face down, so end up giving up bathing with the sun in your eyes. Well, this may be the end of your summer woes. Rather than developing the whole lounger out of the usual tough, breast-squishing polyester beach chair brand Ostrich came up with their Ladies' Comfort Lounger, Hmm. which features a soft, expandable area for the boobs... That makes sense. ...that stretches to accommodate all breast sizes comfortably. So there's a a strip of a certain width that sits sort of in the chest level where a woman could lay down and not be confined there. Yeah. That makes total sense. You kind of have to, like, move around, like, shimmy around if, if you're on the sand, and you can make, like, little... Divots, divots in the sand. You'll, you'll do that in yeah. the sand? All yeah. right. That I can see, right? Uh, so it's designed exclusively for women to support the breast. Is that strip big enough, do you think? For, for if, you're, if you're exceptionally busty, is that going to yeah. get it done? I you... mean, yeah. Look, it's like it's pretty much all the way across. Okay. Uh, the lounger also has cutouts on its sides to fit your arms through and a cushioned face cavity. Oh, I Kind of like, like a shiatsu chair. Yeah. I'm going to need one for my dong. Uh, so you can... <laughs> Hey. Right, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying. So you can read saying. or scroll through your phone without the casual, the usual uh, neck strain that comes with it. All so right. yeah, I think it's great. There, Kathy, your arms your, go yeah, through. Yeah, the those. arms go through. It's yeah. That way, you can have your phone down there or your book or whatever you're doing. Or your lunch. Yeah. And uh, Bagels, and you have your maybe. face <laughs> inside. Well, I think it's a little bit. It's a great idea, but it's about ninety five percent there. That little area of the soft fabric where the the breasts are supposed to. Lay, yeah. uh, Kathy. You know, listen, I don't. Well, I, I mean, I have boobs, but uh, yeah. but <laughs> what if that area instead of it being a soft area, what if um, it was you could zipper it out altogether and just let and just let them hang. Hang. hang? Would I, it be better for them to hang? Or I would, think that might be funny looking. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think this is discreet. Yeah. So this has actually been around for a while. My friends have them. Oh they yeah. Did nice. not offer to buy me one because I didn't need it. Um, it's a great chair. They love it. The only uh, bad design in it is Kathy. It's one of those chairs that when you're getting out, it tips oh, <laughs> because so, it yeah. only has like two legs on it. But highly recommend. Okay. All right. Um, and it says if you don't, uh, you don't have to stick to the sea blue color either. It comes in a hot pink if you want to add a touch of glam to your summer picks. Mm. Uh, or if you want to take your sunbathing to the water, lingerie shop Bravissimo came out with a similar Lilo earlier this year that's pretty impressive. What is Lilo? Stitch's friend? What is a Lilo? Yeah. Luke, I am your father. <laughs> it's a pool float with the same thing with the boobs oh, that oh. can kind of rest in uh, inside the float. You know, they're, they're doing a lot with water and pool technology. I got this chair that actually where you sit, a lot of these pool seats that you sit on, 
will keep you elevated sort of above the water a little a little bit. But yeah. some of them, they're in the you water. You sit in the water mm-hmm. with your armrests. So mm-hmm. You're actually up to, like, your chest in yeah. the water. Yep. And then there are magnetic cup holders. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's some yeah. good stuff. There's some that uh, that have, like, a mesh in the middle and all the water comes in, and you can just be in the water right. and not be up on top so of it. Because I don't like the I don't like the fly, what are you in the pool for all the way up yeah. on top of the water thing. I'm with you, man. Uh, by the way, with its own cup holders, uh, bravissimo style, the flamingo esque Lilo, Lilo features a hollowed out section to support your chest when you're lying face down. What about one for uh, large noses? By the way, it says originally an April Fool's joke by the brand. They ended up actually developing the product <laughs> after the positive refron- response from the public. Of course. They had it as a joke. Yeah. And women are like, no, we really need this type of thing. <laughs> so they created it. I thought that was pretty interesting. All right. Uh, let me see what else we got here. I did notice another thing or two. Let's go with uh, this one. Keeping your mouth shut. It's not easy, but there's a viral TikTok trend that's out to change your mind about that known as mouth taping. <laughs> the idea is to literally tape your mouth closed while you sleep to improve snoring, allergies, and bad breath brought on by sleeping with your mouth open. Oh, and suffocate yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, breathing through your nose may have various benefits that breathing through your mouth doesn't have, including lowering blood pressure, filtering allergens, regulating the temperature of your breath, humidifying the air you breathe, and moisturizing your throat, decreasing anxiety. I moisturize my throat before I go to bed. On the flip side, mouth breathing has various side effects, including dry mouth, bad breath, sore throat. (laughs) Sometimes people who are mouth breathers snore, which is a common symptom, along with restlessness and fatigue seen in people with obstructive sleep apnea. We usually breathe through our mouths as a backup for when we can't breathe through our nose. Uh, blockages can be caused by a few different conditions, including ingestion from allergies, sinus infections, a deviated septum, enlarged tonsils, and enlarged adenoids. Do you think you sleep with your mouth open more or closed more? Um, that's a good question. Probably open. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I have to sleep on my side because otherwise I snore and I wake up because I have mild sleep apnea. I sleep probably more often with my mouth closed because I sleep on a slight... Well, actually, like a hospital kind of incline. I right. with the sleep number bed. It's adjustable on that level. And that's what I'm used to now, and I love it. By the way, Casey, Dr. Mike's concerned about your snoring. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. He heard from Jackie Bam Bam on the air. He was listening. Yeah, I think Jackie might have been exaggerating. Oh. I'm, I'm not really sure. Uh, but, I mean, I sleep next to my wife every night, and she's like, yeah, it's the way Jackie was describing it. Was not like that. Okay. Yeah. So maybe that night in particular, I was super tired and, and went into a super super deep sleep. But it's possible. Yeah. Or maybe your wife listens to the ears yeah. of love. Do you think you you snore more super tired? Because I think when I'm super tired, I snore less. Like I, I just if I'm in a deep sleep, I think that I'm actually not like if I'm snoring. I should say I think it messes up my sleep and I don't sleep as well. Yeah. Does I don't, that I make have sense? No idea. Okay. No clue. Uh, one small study showed 30 patients snored less after mouth taping, but another study of 36 patients... By the way, don't go taping your mouth shut. You're not supposed don't to. Don't go taping your mouth. I wouldn't if I Eventually, that's what this story gets to, is it's not a good idea. Don't go do. taping your... Don't go taping your... Don't, don't go, go taping your mouth. mouth. You know. Uh, but another study of 36 patients with asthma showed no signs of change in their condition after using mouth taping. Feel Philadelphia mouth taping. <laughs> that was a bit of a stretch. <laughs> but I'm with you. Thank you. 
<laughs> Taping up my mouth. M A Mouth. It took me a minute. I'm like, all right, what song is that? <laughs> Benny and the Jets. Uh, and I remember. Is <laughs> <laughs> that supposed to be Crocodile Rock? Yeah. yeah. I remember when taping was fun. <laughs> it's all there. The all whole right, catalog yeah. was always suggesting some level of mouth taping. Come on, guys. He's trying to finish the story here. No, I want I want more Elton John. <laughs> now we're all trying to think of songs. That we're Can you yeah, yeah. take my mouth tonight? That could work. That kind of ties in with this. Uh, a I'm a mouth taping man. <laughs> mouth taping man. Rocket man. Rocket man. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm taping my mouth shut after all these years. Yeah, I'm still standing. Uh, and a 2022 study revealed that 10 patients continued to try mouth breathing even after their mouths had been taped. Mouth tape, you're my brother. A, you are older than me. A phenomenon known as mouth puffing. Uh, so I know this. Uh, my, uh, you guys ever do mm-hmm. that? It's kind of like... When you're sleeping? Yeah. Oh. No. I don't know. I've never noticed. I don't notice things I do you while I'm sleeping. Her, I'm asleep. Yeah, but I'm sure reveals a critical secret. <laughs> I was sleeping. Notice things. I, I was while I'm sleeping. I don't notice things. No, you usually spend from playing with in yourself. an open field down in an uh, an abandoned alley. I'll notice then you'll things, notice, but not sleeping. You can't watch yourself while you're asleep. No, it's ridiculous. All right, according to <laughs> Doctor uh, Pena or Bea, most of the evidence is anecdotal. There is not strong enough evidence to support that mouth tape is beneficial. Mouth taping is not part of our current practice to treat any sleep disorder. Nonetheless, in patients with sleep apnea, we may recommend mouth taping or wear a chin strap. <laughs> chin strap, okay. <laughs> to decrease an air leak, an air leak, while you're using a continuous positive. How about airway. a football helmet? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A CPAP at night. Uh, in good times and bad times. Come on, everybody. <laughs> be taping your mouth forevermore. That's what tape is for. <laughs> Rather than rely on mouth taping, Dr. Pena Orbea suggests using alternative methods to Hold address me closer, <laughs> my mouth tape. conditions like <laughs> snoring and sleep apnea. All right, now the text. Come on, yeah. there we go. I do like, don't go taping my mouth. Saturday yeah. night's all, all right, right for taping. <laughs> Get a little sleeping in. It all works. Yeah. It's all meant to work. Don't go taping my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When, when will you, you tape, tape my, my mouth? mouth? <laughs> when I go. Oh, I like this. Someone taped my mouth tonight. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good song. A brilliant song. Okay. No, you can't hold me, Paul. Tape your mouth. <laughs> Didn't sign up for tape. Dude. I think we're done with this. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was good. Uh, anyhow, you notice that. Don't go tape in your yeah. mouth. Can I, can I tell you something real quick? It's just a little glimpse into something that I did on uh, Saturday uh, on my trip. But uh, I had to ship some stuff back from, from FedEx. Yeah. And uh, and they made me buy tape to yeah. tape the box shut. I was like, oh, God. So then I I, I, I bought this tape. So I, what I ended up doing is I, is I put the tape in the box, okay? And then I taped it shut. Uh, and then I had to go and buy something and then bring it back 
to tape on the side of the box. And I said to the lady, I'm like, I'm like, I taped the tape in the box. She goes, I have tape. And I'm like, why the F did you make me buy tape if you have tape? Why? Do you know what I mean? I said, don't go tape in my mouth. Well, she taped. I think B, she was happy. She, you had satisfied the requirements of purchasing tape. So she felt, okay, now I can give you some tape. That's annoying. Yeah. No, I, I, explain that again. Okay. So I had. Yeah, I sent some stuff back. I, I shipped the, um, the karaoke machine box back. Or yeah. the ca- back in a box. Because uh, I didn't want to check it in my luggage and all that. So anyway, uh, the, the karaoke machine has a lithium battery in it. And so I had to put a, um, a warning on the side of the box that had said it had lithium batteries in it. Right. They, at FedEx, don't sell those stickers. So then I had to go to Staples, right. where they told me to go. To, and so, but at this point, I had already taped, uh, I had already put the tape inside the box and then taped the, you know, the box shut. Not thinking you would need tape again. Not thinking that I was going to need tape again. But because Staples didn't sell those stickers... Uh, what I ended up doing is I just I I uh, printed up a sticker type of thing that needed to be taped on the side of the box. Right. And so when I told the lady that my tape that I bought is in the box, she's like, "Well, I have tape." And I'm like, "Why the f did you make me buy tape if you had tape?" Bitch. Mm. You, you could just write. You could just couldn't write on the side of the box. No, it needs a special like sticker with like warning that. stuff around <laughs> it and all that. And, uh, anyway, I thought uh, tape was a. Uh, I thought it was a good time to bring that up. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about tape. We were right. talking about tape, but not tape and box, not mouth. All right. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> tape your box shut, but don't tape your mouth shut. That's right. Yeah. Kathy, tape your box shut. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I think that's all we're going to do. because we, we got that's Dane it. Cook coming up at uh, 910, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so why don't we take a break? We'll come back in a moment. That's all that I have time to notice for now. Uh, but we're going to talk to Dane, and we're also going to get uh, Jackie in here. Yes. Because he's filling in for Pierre the rest of the week. Pierre is off this week. Uh, and we'll get a little bit more recapage of maybe some things that we missed out on uh, during Casey's big adventure. It was and a whole part that we did not get to hear. Yeah, they spent the yeah. weekend in L.A. Yes, they did. Uh, and did some other things. So yeah. we'll take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. Do I have some more of those movie passes yes. for tonight? Yes, you do. It's tonight. Uh, uh, tonight. It is the greatest beer run movie premiere. Zach Efron. Uh, 7 o'clock, UA King of Prussia. Casey is hosting this. And if you would like to go... You know what? We will take... I I didn't realize I had so many of these to give away. It's tonight at 7, so we'll take 10 callers. That's right, Bill. I said 10, ten. callers at 215-263-WMMR. You will be able to go to the movie tonight with Casey, 7 o'clock, UA King of Prussia. We'll be back in a moment. WMMR. Let's win some money. 93.3 WMMR presents Your shot to win $1,000 cash five times a day. Weekdays at 8 a.m., 10 and noon. Then 3 and 5 p.m. Listen to Yoo-Hoo Loot Sounder and get the keyword. Text it to 45911 or enter it on our website or the new MMR app. See official rules and details at WMMR.com. We're putting a grand in your hand with MMR's Yoo-Hoo Loot. Sponsored by Horizon Services Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Book online at horizonecbook.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I hope you got a great night's sleep last night. If not...
Uh, we're going to get uh, Dane Cook on in a couple of minutes. Is he on uh, phone or Zoom or what? Phone. Phone? All right. We'll get him uh, in a little bit. In the meantime, i got some chart outs I can pass along. Yep. <clears throat> and um, I've, the, the thing about chart outs is when, when I do them on the air, uh, that means more of them come in. <laughs> and it, there's, so sometimes they get a little bit backed up. So what I'm going to do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to edit these down. People like to send nice notes and things, uh, but I can't read all of it. It's just going to take up too much We've time. We said before, and it's it's good to remind people you keep them very brief and you have a greater chance of them getting on the air. Uh, so this one says uh, they'd like a shout out for my sister Sarah, her husband George, my brand new niece Lily, who was born on September 22nd. Uh, my sister showed me the podcast once I moved out to Denver and I still have my old Totally Office calendar from 2011. Wow. Wishing my sister and family all the best. Love your brother, Jared. So that's from Jared uh, Skazinski. So there you go. Shout out for her <clears throat> to the sister. Also, here's another one that is from uh, Chris Carousella. And they says, I'd like to uh, request a shout out for my wife, Becca, who's going to be induced on October 2nd with our first baby boy, Salvatore. Mm. Uh, huge fans of the show. Just wanted to know that she'll make the best mom in the world, and our child and I are both incredibly lucky to have her. Uh, Casey's Big Adventure was probably one of the best things I've ever followed. Wow. <laughs> and he goes on and on in the uh, in the email. So, uh, shout out. There you go. Uh, this one says, want to read Jack? Give a shout out to my former co-workers at the United Rentals in Conshohocken. I recently transferred out of state, but still stream every day down here in Del Mar, Delaware. Shout out to the guys, Lance, Mr. Dr. Professor Patrick, <laughs> Fran, Chris, Little Paul, Bill, PT, Susan, and the rest. Thanks in advance. And just keep effing those chickens, he says. <laughs> so that's from Thomas Moore. So... Uh, there's a shout out, uh, shout out uh, for Thomas, and then another one. Uh, let me see. Is that uh, is that Dane? No, nope. got a minute. Uh, this says they'd like to request a shout out uh, for my 15th anniversary with my boyfriend Adam, and uh, it, it's a lengthy email. Her name is Kim Kainsen, and the the T Rex sound effect is important to her. Okay, all right. So, is there a chance we could do yeah. that along with a shart? Yeah. Uh, she's asking. So. Yeah. Uh, she is in uh, Wilmington, uh, Kim Kane. Uh, so this is for her 15th anniversary. Adam. And there is your T-Rex shirt <laughs> as requested by you. Uh, let me see. We got another minute here. Uh, this is, hey, guys, huge fan of the show. My birthday is Saturday, November, or Saturday, uh, September 24th. I'd love a shirt out anytime this month. And that is from Deb Curie. See? Short and sweet. Got right to it. Um, then another one that says, uh, my, this is from, uh, Bob, just a guy named Bob. Uh, my fiance and I get married on September 24th, this Saturday and what well, was last Saturday. I want to give a very special shout out to love my life, Jackie. She always pushes me to be the best version of myself and we share common ground by listening to your awesome show every day. You guys are awesome. Excellent. Keep doing what you do. So Bob, there you go. We appreciate that. Congratulations to you guys. Uh, here's another one. Man, I'm knocking these out. Yeah. Uh, says, hey, I was wondering if you could send a birthday shout-out to my boyfriend, Craig Moore. His birthday is September 24th. He'll be traveling to Vermont on Friday the 23rd, and we'll be listening to your show during the drive. Huge fan list your podcast every day. Uh, this is for... Wait. What? I heard you did that, didn't I? Maybe not. Colleen Quigney. Here you go. Shout-out. There you go. And... Bing, bang, boom. Let's see. One more. At least one more. Or, nope. We're getting... 
We're getting Dane on the line. All right, never mind. All right, there you go. We'll do those another time. You did like 10 of them. I got knocked him out, so I'm happy about that. Um, All right, our next guest has his special called Above It All, uh, which is going to be premiering on October 5th at 9 p.m. And you can get the tickets from moment.co. It says .co. Is that wrong or is it .com? Dude, I don't know. Yeah, I'm it sure. might be. It We're might gonna, be some, yeah. That's why I asked. It is, yeah. It's moment.co slash Dane Cook. Yeah. Oh, I just got to make sure I get the, all right, then yeah. the slash Dane Cook yep. you definitely want to do. Been a little while since we talked to him. Yeah. Absolutely. Love having him on the program. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Dane Cook. Yeah. Dane, good morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, you can just go to danecook.com. You don't have to try to hack the internet. To <laughs> Thank you to. for simplifying. <laughs> right, right code to get the tickets. Yeah, yeah. All right, so so Dane, this was this is filmed at your house. Is that correct? I did. I so check this out. I surprised an audience uh, by shuttling people to my home, not knowing that they were coming to my home. They thought they were just going to like a secret surprise Dane Cook show. Yeah. They didn't know that it was filmed. They didn't know it was at my home. So what happened was I hired a company, and they put a certain number of people on your on your lawn or wherever you want to curate a crowd. The first night, it was about 900 people that we filmed wow. at the show. What? Wow. The Saturday night, 900 people left my yard, and I said, everybody at the end of the show, thanks for coming to my house. Now, you know, get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah. And everybody left. <laughs> about two hours later, I'm getting ready for bed. I get a call from the organizer, and he goes, hey, listen. I just looked at the numbers. We only checked. We only checked eight hundred and eight in, in ninety nine people out of your yard. So somebody is still on your property. Oh, oh wow! And it, and at like two in the morning, I'm just with a flashlight. I'm you know walking around opening closets, thinking there's a heckler going to be in my house. And, and so how did it, how did it play out? How did you did you eventually account for the errant individual? Well, I will tell you, I actually kept my camera phone on and filming because I was like, if this is real, this will be great bonus footage for the yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right, so no, it, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I do want to hear what ended no, up happening. Say, it, no, no, no worries. It all worked out. And, yeah, two shows up at my home, and we ended up editing it. And now we're throwing it on a big IMAX premiere before it heads over to the Internet. That's amazing. Did you, uh, did you like, blindfold these people when they were coming <laughs> to your house so they wouldn't know where you lived or anything like that? Or do you care? Yeah, no, we, I, I definitely didn't want them to know where I lived. Uh, so the company shuttled them up to the house from an empty parking lot nearby and just said, listen, you're going to be going to the show. They thought they were going to some theater somewhere. Or yeah. But, but even people said to me later when I was talking to the crowd and saying goodnight to everybody, some people were like, hey, man, they put us on this shuttle and they just started driving us through the Hollywood Hills. We all thought we were being human traffic. <laughs> 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 but it's a brilliant idea. And, you know, uh, Dane, you, you were at, the, at the, the beginning of using social media. I remember you were all over, like, MySpace. And you were, you were, y- your website was a big thing. It was put together really professionally. You were, you were ahead of the curve. And now you have so many comedians who are taking ownership of their of their material and, and, and releasing their own specials directly on YouTube. For you to actually now go the step further and make your own home a venue is 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 brilliant. So is this something you can see yourself doing occasionally from here on in? Yeah, I mean, I loved that I could kind of control the you know the IP as they call it the inter- the intellectual property and the whole idea in this whole game is and I tell young comics all the time if you can own your material if you can hold on to it and not just lease it away to somebody then you actually have a 
a better chance at collecting and, and you know, receiving residuals. That was the, the whole point of this, to make a show for the fans, present it the way I wanted them to see it, the kind of comedy I wanted to present to them, and at the end of the day, not have to wonder in 10 years, oh, am I ever going to get paid for the show that I put together? <laughs> yeah, I, I know you're a massive George Carlin fan, and this I, I could imagine George Carlin doing a show from his from his house and doing it in, in a very organic way. It seems very linear to, you know, not um, not having too many cooks in the kitchen and taking complete ownership and hopefully benefiting from that at the end of this. I, I think this is going to be... I mean, you know, during the pandemic, a lot of people were doing, um, you know, Zoom shows and stuff and, and shows on the roofs of their building or whatever. Uh, I think this is a logical progression. Well, I got to tell you, when you guys see it, the shows are unbelievable. And they and they not only were the crowds great and just having a blast, you know, it's like a, it was like Red Rocks at my house, like a little out, outside festival here. But I got Marty Colner to direct it. Marty directed Carlin back in 78. Uh, Marty directed my Vicious Circle special, then he came back and we did Isolated Incident. So if you love those shows, then uh, get ready because we're about to do it again. Let me ask you, is there, I would assume, I mean, obviously you're a professional, you've been doing this for years, you've worked at every sort of venue from, you know, the Madison Square Garden and, and on in the spectrum here when it existed. Um, is there a percentage more comfortability with the simple fact that you're at home? You know, that's a great question. It wasn't even that it was there was more comfortability. There was just more moments during the the show where I felt that feeling of like, man, this reminds me of being, you know, a kid and, and when the neighbors would gather on somebody's stoop, mm-hmm. you know, everybody'd have a few drinks and people would kinda like start ribbing each other and it would turn almost into like a neighborhood comedy show. And that didn't occur to me until I had people there and I was kind of coming in and out of the material and having a little banter with the crowd. So, I mean, what you're going to see is something I'm actually also discovering in real time. And it made for some really hilarious moments off the cuff because there was a couple of interesting characters who ended up on my lawn. (laughs) I'm sure. Yeah. (laughs) No doubt. Anybody have to use your bathroom inside or anything during this event? No, but weirdly enough, one guy actually asked me if he could take a picture with my with my refrigerator. <laughs> like, okay. He didn't even want one with me. He was like, can I just go and take a picture with your fridge so people will believe I was in your house? <laughs> you know, what's, what's interesting, and the, the special is, is definitely uh, very exciting, but I was thinking, and obviously, you know, doing research on you and and, and how your career has, has, uh, has uh, changed over the years. And, and, you know, there was a time where, um, obviously, you know, when, when you're on that first initial run where everything is just blowing out big time, um, and, and you're obviously in the moment and you were, you're enjoying it, but I, I, every time I see you now, you seem to be in, in such a better place and, and really able to enjoy things that much more. Is, is that a correct assessment? Oh, man, I would absolutely 100% say, you know, it's like being the old bull on the hill moment looking back at, you know, everything that I experienced through those, like, that was like an eight-year epic living out of my duffel bag run, you know? I yeah. never stopped. And so it was a blast. It was, there was nothing else like it, but it was also like, man, after that run, I was like, I'm beat. I think I need like a decade off <laughs> after that. <laughs> right. After that. It, but, but I will say, it, I, I got to stand on every stage that I'd ever hoped to perform on. It really was like dream come true moments, doing Saturday Night Live, working with some of my comedy heroes. You know, I've met them. I got to meet really all the comics that 
I used to listen to their albums or, or love growing up. So to be a part of this 31 years in and sharing what I think is my best show yet, um, it's just exciting to be celebrating this victory lap. Nice. Nice. Good for you, man. Well, the tickets are available, and it's the digital premiere of this, uh, which is called Above It All. And uh, October 5th is when you can start to get that. But like Dane was saying, just go to Dane Cook. Dot com, you get all the info. I think it's really cool, man. I'm intrigued. I want to. I want to check this out and see what this looks and feels like because that's a. Uh, I've never heard of anybody doing this type of right, thing before. Right. Yeah. Next t- next time we chat, I want to talk about the stalker bit. I just want you guys <laughs> to to key key in on the stalker bit. Okay. okay. I promise next time you guys have me through. I'm going to tell you some wild side stories to that bit. So oh, we, good. We'll hold you to yeah. that. Yes, absolutely. To be continued. I love it. All right, Dane. Take all care, right, man. Good luck with everything. All right, brother. Okay, later. All right, we'll see you. Dane Cook. Yay! Yay! And com to get that. So that's, uh, we were watching a, a quick little uh, video uh, here of it, and they, of course, they lit it and made it look really yes. nice and, and cool. And he's up on the hills. Yeah, yeah. You know, nice. you can see L.A. down below looks really, really cool. So speaking of Los Angeles, uh, we had a couple of fellas here in the studio that uh, just got back from L.A., Spending a couple of days on the road and eventually making it all the way to Hollywood and so on. Jackie Bam Bam's in the yeah. studio. Returned from Casey Big Adventure. Welcome back home. We are. Is that where we're at? Are we here today? Here. Yeah. What yes. day is it? What time is it? <laughs> oh, my God. So can we talk about the time change and how that messed Ooh. with Jackie so much? He had such a hard time figuring out what time it actually was. So he left his watch on Philadelphia time the whole time. So okay. when, when he woke up from, you know, he took a big old nap on Friday uh, when we got to L.A. and took another big old nap on Saturday. And both times, like, you you woke up and you were, like, afraid. And you had to call your We're girlfriend. Room service, yeah. too. Yeah, and the damn it. phone sometimes was not rigged up. And I'm like, Case, knock on my door before you shower. So <laughs> Captain Casey keeping me on time. Well, you know, you, from on our end of things, it, mm-hmm. you guys were, were just seemed to be, like, timing-wise spot on. And, and you were out and going. And, um, you know, uh, there, there seemed to be no <laughs> no uh, mishap or late. We're or, 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 or no, we in good shape. I was, you know, the only thing that, like, really disappointed me was, was getting into L.A. 15 minutes later than I had anticipated. Uh, and that was just because of the the LA traffic, and, still and there was not, an accident. But it's nothing bad. It was we were amazed you got there as quickly as you did. Well, so Jackie had said to his girlfriend, he's like, "Oh, Casey's a drill sergeant." She goes, <laughs> "No, no." Wait, who said that? Jackie to to Brittany, his girlfriend. Really? She and yelled at me. She yelled at him. She goes, "No, he's just on time." And you're always late. I'm not as bad as Pierre, but I am a you know pubic hair late once in a while. But Casey boy's like. Yo, this is the Preston Steve show. You're two minutes late to the car. Hurry up. <laughs> wow. Like, all right, By the sorry. Way, if, we, if we really want to make this a challenge, <laughs> next time we send Casey with Pierre. Oh, my oh, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. that, trying to achieve those goals would be a real challenge. But the cool part is that as Pierre is on the trip with um, you, he'll actually still be here in the studio yeah, yes. able to comment on what's going on. No, yeah. we would not. I don't think we would be able to accomplish what we accomplished in a week with Pierre. No way. No, we would, we would miss a not. lot of different things. No, you would, but he would forget his wallet, he'd forget his watch, his passport. I would have a a checklist. Before we ever left the parking lot, I would say, okay, do you have A, B, and C? All right, now we can go. Yeah, so we we followed you guys, you know, Monday through Friday, but, you know, we ended uh, when when the show was done, but there was a whole other, almost two days left, Mm because you guys were leaving, taking a late flight on Saturday. What did you guys end up doing uh, while you were in California? Well, we... uh, 
we went back to the beach, but a different beach, correct? Yeah. So after after we left t- Todd's place, we went and grabbed a bite to eat real quick um, yeah. at this little diner uh, around the corner from his house, and then I said, "Let's go to Malibu, right?" So we we drove uh, the about PCH. How far was that? You think it was about. 30 to 45 minutes away. Uh, Nothing's close. That was nothing, Prespo, on the uh, rides we were taking. 30 to 40 minutes was nothing. Sure. So we we hopped on the Pacific Coast Highway and and drove up to Malibu. And, you know, it's just uh, for, for as far as Malibu is concerned, it was tough for us to find parking uh, and then to find, like, an actual beach to to right. chill on that was like public because mm-hmm. there's a lot of how ha- it's just such a um it's real tight it's really really tight and mm-hmm. you know there's it's a prime highway. real estate yeah, yeah prime real yep. estate and there's a highway that goes down the middle of the you know like right before you get to the beach where is it like you know any of our shore towns there it's 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 not like that it's not uh, it's not designed like that but uh we did end up finding a cool little spot that where where people were um, surfing and scuba diving. As we were walking uh, oh, yeah. towards the beach, we see a guy walking in a parking lot press in, like, full scuba gear. Like, he still had the tank on his back and everything. And yeah. and then so we ended up walking to this uh, to the beach, and there were two beach chairs just sitting there. I was like, I was like, as I'm walking up, I'm like, I hope they have a place where we can rent beach chairs or something like that. And there wasn't, but there were two full-on chairs that we were just able to sitting there. No, just no one had claim to. No, and it was uh, like an IKEA recliner or something, right? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. kind of like had like a, you a know, little like, rocking. Were like rocking chairs, like mm-hmm. beach what, rocking chairs. What, what was the temp like? It was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. It was probably about 75 to 80 degrees. Yeah, I was wearing my long sleeve Iron Maiden shirt, one so I don't melt, but I was like, Case, uh, I'm going to melt out here, but the temperature was beautiful. Uh, Which, Which band was on the front of that? Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Casey, so... There's so much adrenaline going. You guys are up early every day. When you got to the beach and you're sitting in the lounge chairs, were you able to, like, exhale? Did did you feel like you were about to crash? Or was it, like, what was your... What was your body telling you when you guys like were actually able to be on the beach? Um, it, I was relaxed. Okay. I was not not tired, not ready to crash. But I was like, okay, breathe a sigh of relief. Let's just sit here and enjoy the moment. We don't have to be anywhere for two days. Right. Like, like I don't have to be anywhere until I have to drop the the uh, Subaru, Subaru off at the, yeah. this dealership in in like Hawthorne. But uh, was Kyle with you in Malibu? Kyle was with us in Malibu. Okay. Kyle, we we got to the beach and there was a bathroom right there. Kyle went and. Uh, uh, went big potties, so he was, so it was just me and Jackie Bam Bam on the beach for for a hot minute. But we hung there. We watched the surfers. I watched a guy. We we ended up doing a, an Instagram live. We met a surfer named Hillary who was like super nice. That uh, we're watching a video right now of Jackie interacting with uh, with Hillary the surfer, who was really nice. And then um and we watched a guy get on a paddleboard with his dog. You know, just it was just it was great. And so we kind of hung there for maybe about half hour to to an hour or something like that. Go back to when we were parking. Um, you mentioned the guy in the scuba suit. You forgot. He recognized you. You were wearing your 76er shirt. And, of course, everywhere we go, Casey, in an elevator, he sees a guy in an Oakland Raiders hat or a uh, 49ers hat. He starts talking sports. This guy was not wearing any sports but full scuba gear, and he saw Casey Boy's 76er shirt. And, uh, yeah, he knew it. Well, so, like, sports is this international language that, right. you know, you can, you know. It's, it's like love. Right, right. Yeah, it's like love. But, uh, but so we hung there for a little bit, and Jackie started melting. He was wearing, like, he was, it was well, like he was dressed for the ski mountain. So we My nose up, is all, look, I look like Rudolph. <laughs> Got a little sunburn. But we were trying to kill time because we weren't really able to get into our hotel till a little bit later on. And so where was your hotel? Our hotel was um, really close to the airport. It was, okay. a, it was a Westin, uh, you know, it's a Marriott resort. Uh, but, yeah, mm-hmm. Welcome. So. 
we are uh, you a famous rock star? You look like one. Once we had a little bit of time under our belts, I said, okay, we might be able to get to an early check-in. By and the way, just a heads up, all the stools in your room have three legs. <laughs> <laughs> I did see a three... Uh, did you know that pig, the three-legged pig is a good luck thing? Did you, are you guys yeah, aware you have of this to, at all? you pluck one of the legs off. It's, no, it's, it's something I saw when I have ba- not, no. Bam Bam and I were, were at the top of uh, Sundia Mountain. You in, saw in a three-legged Albert. pig? They were <laughs> selling them in the, in the gift shop there. <laughs> oh, okay. So we checked into the hotel. They, we were able to get in early. Kyle didn't have a room because he was, um, uh, he was leaving on Friday night, and he wanted to take a nap. So I left Kyle in the room uh, to, to nap, and then Jackie went to his room, and then I just went down and hung out in the pool um, That's what hot I tub area. You. I was talking to you when uh, he was taking a nap, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So and then so Bam Bam was, and so the the plan was uh, everybody get up, go watch the sunset, um, and then take Kyle to the airport. Bam Bam slept through that. Because, I didn't get that text. Yeah. That's why. Oh my gosh, you can explain things to him a, a thousand times, but you don't know if he's ever listening. So Kyle gets <laughs> off. Uh, what I'm really interested in hearing about is, I mean, you made it. I mean, you you have Jackie who knows all things rock, and you're down. You're like rock central with the whiskey and, and oh yeah. And well, strip. that was that was Friday night. But so uh, while Bam Bam was sleeping, uh, me and Kyle we went to In and Out Burger. I had to get an In and Out Burger, and then I took him to Randy's Donuts, which is uh, f- really popular. That's where Iron Man. Yeah, I'm sorry, Iron Man. <laughs> was hanging out uh, on in Iron Iron Man too. I thought you went to where the Simpsons get them big pink donuts, but you said no, different place. But the, dude, Steve, there was oh my god, this guy, uh, the homeless guy, was was scaring me. He was like hanging out by our car when right. we got done getting our donuts, and I was like, I just I can't interact with this guy because I just don't know. I don't know what I'm going to get back. Uh, it was <laughs> just he had like a half of a pant leg, like. Uh, and like shoot, I, I, it was just like real sketchy looking. So we were just kind of like hanging out in the uh, in the parking lot eating our donuts. Right. It, it turned out it was Mike Reno for <laughs> love. <laughs> <laughs> Without his red leather pants. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, but you so you go there. And, and the, the day progresses. Yeah, and, and so we ended up, you know, I, I dropped Kyle at the airport, uh, and then I left, and then I finally was able to pick up Jackie, and that's when we hit the Sunset Strip. So, Jackie, you know, you've obviously you've been there before, right? On the Strip? Yeah, yeah my band played there, right. so it was like going back to, like, where's Gazari's now? And I was calling up all my old friends and old bands. It's like, it's not there anymore. Where's the Coconut Teaser? That's not there anymore. The Viper Room is this room now. and Had, So it's changed a lot, but was there a lot that you recognize? And it, 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 well, the, the whistle. Yeah. Legendary, that's still right there on the corner. I remember and the you, coconut teaser. Right, with the that, sand yeah. all over, like the hay on the floor. My yeah. band played there. And, um, of course, we went to the Rainbow a couple doors down from the whiskey. And um, I love taking Casey Boy there because, you know, he's wearing his sandals and shorts. <laughs> and these kids are, like, lost in the 80s. Like, I was just telling Chucky D'Amico. It's like... Everybody was, was dressed like Jackie Bam Bam. No, <laughs> yes. no. They were, like, bad haircuts and, like, leather vests, no shirts. Like, dude, if I can only go back in time saying, it's not going to happen, get a job. <laughs> but, <laughs> at one point, we, we saw these two guys. T- th- th- these guys were taking a picture with these two guys who looked like they were in Skid Row. And um and I was like, dude, are these? He's like, no. He's like, but these people think that they're somebody. Yeah, all out of towners, yeah, you know. Yeah. Tourists come in there and they see anybody with you know Aquanet hair and eyeliner, like in spandex. They're a rock star, so they're getting their pictures taken. Casey's like, who's that? Who's that? I'm like, I don't know, dude. So is that the equivalent of like like dressing up as Elmo and just going down? Like, <laughs> yes. People dress like, exactly what I said when we yeah. were there. I swear to God, right, it's like right. this. This is like being at Times Square, right? Where 
you're you're not actually taking a picture with the actual Elmo, but somebody dressed like Elmo. These right. aren't actual rock stars, right, right, but right. they're just guys that dress like rock stars. Was the vibe was the vibe still cool? Was I mean was, was oh, it yeah. fun? And, and, and Casey, did you what was your reaction? I to loved it. it. As yeah. a matter of fact, he was trying to leave because I guess he thought maybe I wanted to. I'm like, I'm like no. I know we need to walk around a little bit more. I need to go upstairs and downstairs. I need to check out this place. We went everywhere in the yeah. Rainbow Bar and Grill. Of course, you have the Lemmy statue there. I'm like, Casey, get a picture. He's like, no, you get a picture. I'm like, no, I want you to stand next to Lemmy. And I love Casey, boy. He pointed this out in my picture. Everyone puts a lit cigarette in Lemmy's mouth. And he goes, because we went upstairs, then we came back to the statue. He goes, that cigarette was not there. Everyone uh, feeds him a lit cigarette in the statue. That's pretty wild. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, so the Viper Room, is is that still? Is it's that there? Okay. Yeah, yeah that's that, there. That in front of the Viper Room is where Joaquin Phoenix River. Right, Phoenix, right, I mean, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. But Gazzari's isn't there anymore, the coconut teaser. But the Rainbow, legendary, We I sh- was showing Casey in the dining room area. It's like two or three floors. Uh, the back table on the far left is Slash's table. They have the, uh, you know, picture of Slash. But there's so many pictures. I mean, Casey Boy was going. There's Vince Neil. There's Ron Jeremy. There's uh, oh, David Sam Kinison. Yeah. There's pictures everywhere. So uh, it, it, you could spend a whole week in there looking at the pictures. Is that place, because it's legendary. I don't know if it yeah. still exists, but Barney's Beanery. The uh, That's here, but we didn't make it there. Didn't make it there. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't that, know where that was. That's like a rock star. They're known for their chili. Yeah. Oh. And it was yeah. the uh, a big rock star place. Oh yeah, just yeah. like the old Denny's there on the Sunset Strip. So. That's that's yeah, and then we ended up. Uh, so we we passed by the Comedy Store, and I was like, oh, I wonder who's playing the Comedy Store because like that's the thing about the Comedy Store. It's that's like it. every single night is yeah. like headliner night, right? And you know they have like seven comedians that are that are, all of them could either sell out either helium or or even you know small theaters. But um, there were only just a couple of names on the bill that night. But we ended up turning and going up a hill. It was the steepest hill I'd ever seen. It was like. I was in the Edward Scissorhand movie. I'm like, look at this little... I can't believe we got the car through. These streets are so tight. And back in the 80s, I'm like, man, I want to move to L.A. with my band. But now, I'm like, different story. I could never live there. No, yeah. no. But uh, but we, we ended up hanging out on, on the strip until, well... Uh, local time, it was after midnight, uh, and I'm like, oh my god, it feels like three o'clock in the morning right now because we had no sense of time mm-hmm. or what day it was at all. But uh, yeah, that was great just to walk on the, uh, up and down the strip. Sure, yeah. and with Casey again in the shorts and his sandals and wearing the Sunset Strip. <laughs> but um, what was the other? the Roxy? I wanted a picture of you at the Roxy, so we got that too. Yeah, so of of the whole Sunset Strip, it was the Roxy that had the most. Yeah. Uh, going on outside, like everybody was hanging out outside. Now the the Rainbow Room. Oh, did you what, what art? Did you see any bands that you knew that were playing? Or? Yeah, Pretty Boy Floyd was up on the whiskey. I remember them, <laughs> and then I even called them. I'm like Steve Sex Summers. Uh, we're outside. Come out and get a picture with us. Of course, he didn't call us back. I called Gilby Clark. I'm like, we're in L.A. A couple guys called us back uh, the next day as we had the board, but it was too late. But as we're walking down the street, I'm like. You just see these people, you're like, okay, that looks like that could be somebody. Right. Yes. But I don't know who yeah. like, Your radar goes up when you're out there because you're like, yeah, you could actually run into somebody. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you, like, people don't wear leather pants around here, right? Right. But, like, everybody was in leather pants, and yeah. I'm like, this guy. You know, as we were walking past... Is that these, Pat CJ? Uh, I go, Case, turn around. This guy had... Uh, it was like Halloween. Ghost white face, yeah. black makeup, cowboy yeah. hat, leather pants, big Marilyn Manson boots. Some Mr. Like, Sage hat. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who that is. It could be somebody. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But they all used to hang out in front of, um, you know, the whiskey and, like you said, the rainbow. But you said, now the Roxy. You're absolutely correct. I was like, Case, go stand in line. Let's get a picture. <laughs> so how did the date end? 
So the date ended with uh, Friday. Yeah, with Bam Bam and I uh, heading back to uh, the hotel. He came up to my room. You want to take this upstairs? And, well, he did. <laughs> he, he came up to my room, and I gave him a little gift. Uh, I gave him a donut that I got <laughs> at Randy's Donuts. Uh, when it was the, like my Dunkin' Donut, you're like, you like the chocolate. I'm like, yes, with the white cream, not the yellow cream. They always screw me. They say cream in the middle, but I want the white cream. That's is right. there a name for that? Yeah, white cream. Yeah, but Boston cream is the yellow cream. I want the white cream in my Yeah, donut. I think it's more like custard in yeah. there with the yellow cream. And What are we talking donuts here? <laughs> All right. So uh, that was Friday night. Did you guys have any plans for Saturday? Is there anything you wanted to do before you got out of there? Because your flight was later in the day to come back. Yeah, and we, we actually had a 4 p.m. checkout as well. So our flight was 1030. Oh. Uh, we didn't have to have the Subaru back until close to 7. So we kind of had the whole day to play with. And so, but we were just, we were just fried, right? Yeah, yeah. So, sure. Yeah. It, it, so he really wanted to know, like, what time, what time, what time. And he's like, give me a ballpark. I'm like, well, was he, was he staying on fussy? top of things. Well, he wanted to, you know, he, we wanted to spend the day together. But so my ballpark to him was like, I'm like, all right, I, I could be up as early as 7 uh, and, and as late as 10, right? And he's like, okay, well, just tell me what time. I'm like, that's all I want to know is what time I meet you in a lobby. Uh-huh. That's how we operate it. And I didn't want to, like you said, sit down or lay down because once I turn off, I'm done. And yeah, yeah. so Saturday for me, most of the day was spent by myself because he was sleeping. And uh, and I needed to return. I needed to get to a FedEx store and so right, all that stuff we heard earlier. But for the most part, Friday was cool. Yeah. And then you wrapped up. You got and when, what, was it good to get back? It was. Yeah. It was. And and so we ended up, uh, you know, just sort of looking at the map. And I'm like, okay, this is where the Subaru dealership is, which really is close to the airport, which Excellent. is also close to our hotel. So uh, when he came up to my room a little bit before four, uh, we hopped in the car. And I and I'm like, I I kind of eyed up this this little beach area. So it was like Manhattan Beach, El Porto. Is uh, we went there. And that's where we spent the last two hours of our trip, just kind of sitting on the beach, just watching the sunset. Okay. It, the, the temperature was super comfortable. It was like 75 degrees, yeah. a nice breeze. We hung out. And when we I, we didn't know what to expect when we got to this beach. But when we got down there, he just wanted to see chicks roller skating in their Yeah, uh, I was like, bikinis. is this the beach in all the movies where the chicks go roller skating and like the Y&T Summertime Girls video? Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, hey, uh, Kyle so, Max here. Kyle. But real quick, as we were getting ready to leave, these two chicks go uh, rollerblading by. I'm like, yo, Bam Bam, look. He's like, oh, I saw it. So he wanted to see that, and he wanted to see Cactus. And, like, the kind of cactus with, like, the two arms yeah, that go yeah, yeah, up, yeah, yeah. you know. Did and you ever see it? We finally saw him. Right. Uh, and it was basically, like, right by the uh, the Subaru dealership where we saw the cactus. <laughs> Yay! Here's your cactus that you wanted and to see. And palm trees and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Kyle just came into the studio. Hey, man. Hey, what's up? I didn't know you were coming by this morning. I have uh, Casey's headphones. I need to bring them I back. your headphones. Oh. Yes. Swap. Yeah. How was, uh, we recapped uh, L.A., that's what we were talking about. Your time was very, very short there. Yeah, I think I spent most of it asleep. Yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah, I had to to leave a little bit bit early because I had a gig. You had a gig. Uh, What was that like, playing a gig after a a cross-country trip? Well, no, it, I I slept the entire flight. I slept, I got home on this side of the country at like 8.30 in the morning, immediately passed out, woke up at 1.30. I spent... The whole weekend asleep. Okay. <laughs> so uh, by the time my gig came, I was very well rested. All right, Do you guys cool. have? I wanted to ask a couple of favorite moments from the entire trip. Anything that kind of stands out as like, yeah, that was probably my favorite moment. I mean, looking at the pictures of you guys at the Grand Canyon, oh. that looked that looked incredible, and it made me realize. I have to get back. You got to get back. There. I got to take my family. My family has not been. You I can't spend been. too much time at the Grand Canyon. It's, mm-hmm. it's there's so much to see and re-experience. I think the Grand Canyon for me was the my favorite visage, my favorite thing that I saw. Okay. Um, 
I think my favorite place to eat was Bobo's Drive-In. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because um, Casey was a huge fan of the burger. I was, um, I think, a more... Of a fan of the apple pie. Apple oh, pie was I mean, amazing. everything there is. And just Bobo's? Made, yeah. yeah. Everything right. was made from scratch. What time was that in Bobo's? Uh, Topeka, Topeka, Kansas. Gotcha. All right, so so uh, favorite uh, visual was Grand Canyon. Favorite Absolutely. food was Bobo. What about favorite funnest moment? Uh, well, I think actually the carpool karaoke yeah, was my favorite. Dude, it was <laughs> so much fun. Uh, I can't believe I got Gary Lauer. <laughs> yeah, no. We have. If you didn't hear, we had a guy on the phone, and, and he's he's a contestant, and he's bizarrely cogent, and then he starts talking. I think we all at the same time said, "You know, you sound like Gary Lauer." It was Gary. Lauer. It was Gary. That's crazy. It, my uh, my mom was like, "I've never heard Gary so coherent on the front end." <laughs> he fooled us all. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, Jackie, how about you? Favorite favorite thing you saw, favorite food you ate, and uh, just favorite moment overall? My favorite food was um, the broccoli at the Texan, what was it called? The, the big, big Texan. Yeah. The big Texan. Because I don't do meat, and I'm like, what do you have for me? She's like, I'll get you a serving of broccoli. But the seasoning we were talking about, I really enjoyed that. Okay. Um, I mean, living that song, Cadillac Ranch from Bruce Springsteen, that was really a highlight for me. I'm like, this is amazing to be here. Okay. Um, and just favorite moment uh, overall sharing with What about the, the surprise? Uh, wa- watching and hearing Casey while he's driving behind me like he licks his fingers after he eats. So I, I will never forget that. <laughs> he is a finger licker. Uh, and it was after no, the was peanut butter. in particular. I was eating peanut butter yeah, cup, yeah. And I was really going for it. It's mm-hmm. 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 I just look right in the rear view mirror. I know what you're doing. And he stops and smiles at me. Uh, what about when, when Colleen surprised you in, in Winslow? Arizona. Yo, I have to bring that up. We see a mummer and real Romano, you got yeah. points. Bucks go uptown <laughs> string band and uh, Alan Yvonne Del Bono who made the mummer suit. I see a mummer coming out, uh, you know, where the hell did a mummer come through? Where am I at here? And it was the Uptown String Band suit. I recognized that suit, and she told me her father was part of the Uptown String Band, and she wanted me to have that. And it was just, I was mind-blown. We're strutting with Take It Easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I got to tell you, the one of the best moments was uh, when we got to Palm Springs, we went out to dinner. We went to uh, a Italian restaurant, and, and and by the way, like this area of Palm Springs, like they shut the street down, and there oh, were a ton yeah. of, yeah, there was a girl singing on the street. Yeah. I walked through a huge cloud of marijuana smoke uh but when we got to this restaurant preston the guy and he wasn't even our server but this guy was convinced that jackie was a rock star of some sort and he and he like i like i said he he wasn't our server or anything but he spent almost our entire meal over there talking to bam bam about drums and music and press you would have loved this guy steve gad he's talking about warren uh, you know from zappa's band and missing person serious drummer and you'll hear i mean he was coming at me wow yeah you would have loved it he thought you were a share (laughs) (laughs) uh so casey food thing you saw and uh just a favorite moment overall all right well okay so i gotta go the, the the bobo drive in the the Chili cheese fries wow. at Bobo's Drive-In were it was fantastic. Did you ever have Emo's Pizza? Did you ever get one? We never you ended up. You did it. You were in. I know. Well, listen. In my defense, in my defense, when we got to the hotel, wow. I wanted to go on Monday night, but when we got to the hotel, everybody was like, it was fourteen hours of driving, yeah. and we were like, all right, let's just chill. Uh, so, and then right. by the time everything was over on on Tuesday morning, yep. we were in St. Louis. 
and we needed to be in Oklahoma City. I'm like, we 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 can't. You know, we 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 already went to to Duncan, so we had a whole bunch of food and coffee. And at that point, and, and I've already had Emos. I just haven't had it fresh out of the oven. I know it's not so the same. Different. Thing. Bobo's wins with the food. Bobo's right. wins with the food. What for the the site? What was the most? I, hey, listen, and, and I've been to the Grand Canyon yeah. uh, a few times in my life, but I was so excited for these guys to see it. And as we're and what's great is like we're where we walked up like. It's not like you just drive up and, and there's the yeah. canyon. Like, you drive up, you park, and there's still a whole bunch of trees. And you have to right. walk a little while before yeah. it's in your face. And and even Kyle was videotaping us as we were walking up. And I'm like, dude, stop. Like, yeah. you don't have to capture this. Just, I want... I, I want you. I, I want you to yeah. see this for yourself, and 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 sure enough, like these guys were just. It's like the curtain rose, dropped, and I'm yeah. like, wow. Now it wasn't Kate. Uh, Who dug that? Jackie was. <laughs> yeah, Jackie was curious about how it was formed. Yeah, he, Jackie. It, he asked if uh, this was just natural, or if like the, the, like a bomb or something like that <laughs> land. <laughs> <laughs> but so many layers, and like he, he said, so it's magical. So, Everywhere yeah. you look, you can take a picture, you know, and move three steps aside and the picture will be different it's absolutely. amazing yeah. it is uh, uh, just absolutely incredible yeah. And, yeah and there's so many different places to come in on the canyon and and see a whole different sort of look yeah you, you know what was weird though i thought there would be railing all around and somebody wants to jump if you have a couple of drinks nope. there's no railing there people in some places die, yeah people die almost every year falling off of this i was so. asking mm-hmm. casey that i'm yeah. like so. Yeah, so we're looking at a picture now of us kind of standing on on a rock cliff, and and so we were walking, and there scariest there, selfie <laughs> ever, by the way. There was um, there was railing, and then at a certain point, That's there true. wasn't any railing. We were able to step down, and you know, listen, the picture itself maybe looks a little bit more treacherous than it was, but <laughs> these guys, I don't have a fear of heights. You know, I have a respect. Right, so like I'm not going to be doing cartwheels on, and I, that's what I said to these guys. These guys were deliberate with every single step that they took. And I'm like, guys, you you have you have five yards on either side. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're not you're not going anywhere. And a couple but... hundred feet off that side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, wow. But that was that was I loved these guys seeing that. Like that, oh, of course. You know, and, and like I said, that that day in particular, I had to make a choice. Uh, whether or not to see that in all its glory or to watch the sunset in Joshua Tree, and that's the one that I chose. So. Okay. I think that was a wise choice. Mm-hmm. All right, then how about just overall moment that was like, wow, this is so much fun. This is, I'm, I'm really loving this part of it. And this is no offense to, to Kyle, but it was it was the last two hours that I'd spent with Jackie on the beach in, in uh, Manhattan Beach. Like, that was for, it was... Uh, I felt like Thanos at the end of Infinity War, yes. you know, uh, when uh, he's just sitting there on his home planet and, and he's just kind of like hanging out there. And he gets and then, his head cut off. <laughs> nah, well, that was the beginning of the next right, movie. Yeah. But at the end of Infinity War, he just yeah. he just breathes in and he looks over the horizon and, you know, he's like, ah, I It's can't. like the end of the Camp Alvar Hunger when we're done. Yeah. When oh. we're finished, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. And we all sit we're on like, Look at what all we did this week. Yeah. You know, so I, I could see that. Yeah. We, um, I mean, we, we did a lot. We, we covered a lot of area and it's like when you ask it like so for instance uh today's daily rush which is uh the carpool karaoke i'm yeah, like okay day three. i'm like okay wh- what are we doing day three <laughs> you know like what what day was that and then you kind of have to go back okay we were we left 
Oklahoma City on day three. Well, you have it chronicled in, in, yeah. in, in very specific order with lots of video and all sorts of audio. You have a, a great travel log. It was uh, really magical for us, too. I mean, we had fun following along with you guys all week. I enjoyed every day. Every morning was was a blast. Uh, two quick shout-outs. Um, uh, Matt Ritter from Subaru. Like, yeah. Everything that Matt yeah. did to make it easy and great. Thank you so much to, to Matt for all of his help. And then Danielle uh, Yingling from Marriott. Uh, she, everything that we yeah. have asked of her all week, um, she made sure that we could get it done and so Marriott and Subaru, thank you so much for everything that they provided. The Her entire name is week. Danielle Yangling. Yes, it is. Is she uh, related to the Not family? Spelled nope, that. spelled oh, differently. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Uh, yeah, and I had to call Danielle late on on Thursday night for something, and she picked up right away. So, yeah. so that was a huge help. <laughs> uh, also, Duncan. Uh, Duncan was a huge, huge help for us. And and another really great moment for me was uh, watching Bam Bam use his Duncan app right. for the very first time. Ah. It was, uh, and we captured it on video. It, it's pretty muchacho. It's part of the highlight reel, but really you have to see it all by itself. Just give the guy your phone. Tell him what you want, okay? The second the transaction was completed, it's like magic. The, the way he looks over at me and Kyle, like, I did it. He's like, I, I did it. I did it. <laughs> and, I, and I said this in my post. I, I did like a, a, a final blog post, but I just want to talk about how special of a person Jackie Bam Bam is because, you know, here's a guy who who he, he just, wherever he goes, he sticks out like a sore thumb, right? And you, and you can't help but notice him but there's there isn't a guy who sticks out like that but also blends in any more than jackie bam bam he is the neatest person that you will ever come in contact with and he loved like people love him but he loves people way more and 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 i stop listen, i'm gonna cry well good because you know you you need to hear this and you know he he doesn't know this about himself he just it's because who he is as a as in the core of his being but like he's been to my house with my mom right my mom who goes to church every single day yeah, and love she her. loves jackie bam bam oh Jackie Bam Bam like prays all the time. Every time, like I saw him bless himself a thousand uh, times this week, and wow. he's always saying a prayer. And and also, whenever you guys get like a random picture, it's because he's always thinking of other people, right? When we were we were driving Fogo to show, all right? We oh. drove past the Fogo to show in like freaking I don't know, it's California or I don't know. But he's like, dude, take it because he's driving. He's like, take a picture of that and send it to Jackson. And I'm like, why? He's like, because he does live reads for Fogo. And I'm like, okay, I will do that. And so I took a picture of it. I said, I go, hey, um, I am now sending you random pictures for Jackie Pig. Then the Bimbo Breakery we passed, the big truck. For yeah, Camp every yeah, mountain, he's like, oh, Nick. Every- <laughs> well, I was thinking of Nick on that date night we went on that mountain. What was the name of that mountain, Casey? Uh, San- Sandia I'm like, mountain. does Nick walk this mountain? Is this the biggest mountain, Kilimanjaro? Did I start yeah, yeah. I think I got it. Close enough. Yeah. used to it. Yeah. Good work. I nice. got a special little tribute um, as well, but I think we're not going to talk about that on air. But just don't, uh, Jackie didn't forget about me when he was on the trip either. Oh, never. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, this has been great. We do have to wrap it up, though, because we've got to stay on time for yep. you who loot. So I want to make sure that we do that. But, uh, Jackie, you're in for uh, Pierre this week. Yes. So uh, you'll be heading straight over to uh, the studio here in just a moment. And I'll be back to give you your letter. Yep, we nice. got to do that in a second. So, But Kyle, it was great to see you. It was yeah. great to see you this morning. Yeah, I was very happy to be able to show up here. Dude, thanks for going along. Uh, you're a great addition to this. And obviously the footage you take is is huge. And, and we got to use your singing voice. <laughs> that was so much fun. It was wonderful. Uh, was so amazing. Kyle Mack, we appreciate it. The name of your podcast again. It's called the Tri-Jam Podcast. The Tri-Jam Podcast. He does a great job on this show. It's awesome. And also, you sing? Uh, yeah, I 
I just wanted to shout out my yes. band real quick, who was very, very uh, uh, understanding when I went to take the trip. They did a gig on Friday without me, but my band is called the FM Band, and go to fmbandmusic.com to find out where we're going to be. We're all over the place. Yeah. Nice. It's funk and soul and fantastic. They're an excellent band, and Kyle is the lead singer. He's a badass, so thank you, man. Thanks. Thank you, guys. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We did it! And we'll get to the you who loop word. Stay with us. Glad you asked. The Killers. Muse. Starcrawler. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. MMR. No. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, let's pick up where we left off. I've got some great stories to share with you. We'll start with this uh, sort of local. What began as an unaccounted welfare check turned into an unsuccessful chase after a naked man with a white cloth wrapped around his head. Uh, yesterday morning, police said. Well, my head was cold. Northern Lancaster County Regional Police arrived in Lancaster County at around 2.20 a.m. Friday morning for a welfare check on an unidentified man. And the officers checked the area. They spotted a nude Caucasian man about six feet tall with a white cloth around his head walking in the distance and gave chase. The police report We're pursuing said, a cotton Q-tip. The police report said this incident might be related to other investigations involving similar reports of, quote, nude male <laughs> nightwalkers. Wow. Police were unable to locate the man, but encourage anyone with information on the incident to submit an anonymous tip. A Scottish man shared the moment that he had to rescue a squirrel from his house after it got stuck in his toilet. Glasgow man Mark Thorburn found the rodent in his bedroom on September 12th, and while attempting to chase it out of his house, the squirrel accidentally fell down the loo. The little best is in my toilet. He said, I had been out of the house rushing for a few hours, and when I came back, I could hear a rustling in my bedroom. Mark said that he was trying to get the squirrel to go out of his bedroom window when it <laughs> ran into the bathroom instead. He said, he fell down the toilet, Aww. and I couldn't get, and he couldn't get out. I was about to lift him, and then I panicked. That maybe I shouldn't. I Googled, and it said that you shouldn't because they can spread diseases and bite, so I didn't want to take any chances. My flatmate, Ewan, came home just after that, and we decided that we'd call the SPCA. When I told them what was happening, they said that they could come and get it out, but they would have to kill it because it is too dangerous to put back in the wildlife. Aww. I was looking, he said, I was looking at his wee face and felt so guilty. Please don't kill me. At the thought of it being killed. I didn't mean to fall into your toilet. Uh, so me and Ewan decided that we'd try to save it oh, ourselves. There we go. And Operation Save the Squirrel began. In the video, Mark can be heard shouting at the squirrel saying, come on, pal, let's go. Bath time is over. <laughs> Why are you in here? Oh, no, that's such a shame. We need to get it out. Uh, Mark and Ewan came up with a plan to help usher the rodent out. They put a broom down the toilet, and the squirrel climbed up the pole. But first, I'll give you a flotation device. Uh, after another adventure scurrying around the house, the squirrel finally made it outside. That's and miraculous. Mark said he sat at the front door a good 10 minutes before he hopped off. 
He must have been knackered, the poor wee thing. I'm so knackered. Thankfully, uh, he's not made his way back to our house yet, but he has appeared at the window uh, another few times. So they got him out of there, which is nice. <laughs> Squirrel out of the toilet. Mm. A Denver man has been found guilty of murder for using an AK-47 to shoot and kill a 21-year-old woman because her dog defecated outside his apartment. Wow, that's a little overly aggressive. Uh, Yes, Michael Close had pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity, but a jury on Thursday convicted him in the shooting after concluding that he knew what he was doing when he gunned down Isabella Thales and wounded her boyfriend, Darian Simon. Uh, Prosecutors allege that... uh, Close had gotten into a verbal exchange with Dallas and Simon as they encouraged their dog Rocco to relieve itself in a rock garden outside Close's apartment. Uh, Close yelled out the window at the couple as they urged the pop to uh, the pup to go potty. He said, "Are you going to train that effing dog or just yell at it?" Um, and sounds nice. Close then grabbed an AK-47, which he had taken oh. from a friend who uh, was a Denver police sergeant, and fired 24 shots. Oh. Thales was struck in the back and died at the scene just two days after celebrating her birthday. Her boyfriend was wounded in the leg and buttocks. After the shooting, Close got into his Mercedes with the AK-47 and a handgun and fled, but he was busted during a traffic stop later that day. Uh, Close cried as the verdict was announced after less than a day of deliberations, as did the members of Thales' family who attended the hearing. Uh, he faces mandatory life term yeah. when he is sentenced on November 4th. Henry Clay High School uh, English teacher Nathan Spaulding said that he was logging into his computer in his classroom on Wednesday when he noticed what looked like a scrunchie on the phone. He said, I got closer and realized it was a snake. Oh, God. (laughs) Spaulding said the incidents are indicative of infestations and the school uh, uh, in the school that include mice, roaches and spiders. On Thursday, Spaulding said a mouse fell from the ceiling in a different classroom. You think that's bad? I had a squirrel in the toilet. While a colleague was teaching and it landed on a student's desk oh, and man. caused quite a commotion. Yet another co-worker has had three mice fall from her ceiling this school year, though not when students were in the classroom. The custodian, she said, I have been using glue traps to catch them. However, some mice will chew off their limbs to escape the glue. A custodian removed the snake with tongs and took it outside. Spalding said the incident on Thursday was the first that he had heard of a mouse falling from the ceiling with students in the classroom. That's horrifying. He said, we also got back, at the, uh, got, we also had a mouse run through the cafeteria during our back-to-school faculty meeting. Yay. Fellow teacher Jenny Ward said that mice have run through her classroom. She said everyone in the building, including administrators, is doing everything they can to help with the problem. But she said district officials should match that energy if they could. So they got things crawling all over the place. And then finally, one last story. A decomposed body fell out of a trash bin during a garbage truck pickup in Detroit, Michigan. A body was found by a garbage truck worker who was picking up trash on Wednesday afternoon. Police said that the worker was uh, emptying cans in front of houses when he allegedly saw a body fall into the truck. What day do you put out the bodies in your neighborhood? Uh, It's usually a Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The body was badly decomposed. Officials have not determined the identity of the person or the cause of death. Investigators are waiting to uh, check the medical examiner's report. Uh, no suspects have been identified, and no further information has been released as of yet. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you right now. All right, we got um, 
little under five minutes left for you to enter the word hope. That is our you who word for this point in time. A chance for you to win $1,000 sponsored by Horizon Services. So the word to enter is hope. H-O-P-E. Get on it now. If you miss now, we have a couple more times today. But let's get this in the books and you winning $1,000. All right. Good luck to you. We'll come back. We'll get the lesson question, the trash, the music news when we come back. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you. From pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites. Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes, on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com slash fall. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We have a gift, a prize to give away for a correct answer. We're going to give away a Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers prize pack. And it comes with a cooler and T-shirt and some other things like that. Well, so I'll tell you about it if you win. And the question I'm going to go with is, according to the Space Force Anthem, when you're Ralphing in the dark, Connie knows what? <laughs> 215263 WMMR. Huh. Man, you had to have been paying attention yeah. to get this. Because I know none of us remember. Nope. According to Space Force Anthem, when you're Ralphing in the dark, Connie knows what? 215-263-WMMR. We did that around 7.30 this morning. We'll do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia presenting comedian Jay Moore. Coming Saturday, October 8th. Tickets on sale at LiveCasinoPhilly.com. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Anthony Anderson, unable to return for season 29 of Law & Order, so producers had to creatively write his character out of the series. Apparently, Detective Bernard will die a hero's death after pushing an old woman out of the way of an attacking velociraptor. Wow. Hey! Jennifer Lopez taking the taken route in a new movie where she plays a former assassin trying to rescue her her kidnapped daughter. Teasers for the mother promise a woman with a, quote, special set of skills and a large fleshy ass. Oh, my God. And finally, Hilaria Baldwin giving birth to her seventh child with Alec Baldwin. The newborn joins the other kids, Leonardo, Raphael, Donatello, Michelangelo, Splinter, and April O'Neil. Yeah. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trip. All right, we're going to go over here to the phones and see if we can get an answer to this question. According to the Space Force anthem, when you're uh, Ralphing in the dark, Connie knows what. What? Uh, I'm going to go to Tommy, see if we can get it right. Hey, Tommy, good morning. Hey, what's up, guys? All right, buddy, we're just seeing if you know this. Uh, when you're Ralphing in the dark, Connie knows what? She knows your balls are blue. Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. Hang on, Tommy, you got it right. <laughs> we're going to give you a Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers prize pack. That includes a soft cooler, T-shirt, koozie, and Raising Cane's gift cards for free. Combo meals and soft drinks. Uh, Raising Cane's is focused on being the best one thing and uh, best at one thing and getting it right every time. Raising Cane's chicken fingers coming soon to Fairless Hills in the court at Oxford Valley. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! Yeah! 
Brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. Congratulations to our friends at Family. They were just named SJ Magazine's Best Bridal Jewelry Store for 2022. Route 70 in Marlton, New Jersey, <clears throat> or online at FamilyJewelers.com. So tomorrow night is Taylor Hawkins' tribute concert. It will be at L.A.'s Kia Forum, <clears throat> boasting a lineup that can stand proudly next to the Wembley Stadium show. So I've got a list. Of the majority of performers that will be there, and of course, you can probably add a couple extras that are oh yeah uh, going to be surprised. Guaranteed. Uh, but these are in alphabetical order, by the way. So, uh, Sebastian Bach, uh, Travis Barker, Geezer Butler, uh, Matt Cameron from Soundgarden and Pearl Jam, Danny Carey from Tool, Chris Cheney uh, from Jane's Addiction, and he was also in the Taylor Hawkins and the Coattail Riders. Uh, the band Chevy Metal will be there. Phil Collins of Def Leppard, Stuart Copeland will be there. Miley Cyrus. Elliot Easton of The Cars, Joe Elliott of Def Leppard, Violet Grohl, Omar Hakim, great drummer, by the way, uh, Justin Hawkins of The Darkness, uh, Josh Homme from uh, Queens of the Stone Age, uh, The James Gang will be there, Joan Jett, John Paul Jones from Zeppelin and the Crooked Vultures, of course, Kesha will be there. Wow. Yep. Uh, Getty Lee, Tommy Lee, Alex Lifeson, Brian May, Taylor Momsen, Alanis Morissette, Chris Novoselic, Pink. Rick Savage of Def Leppard, Nikki Six will be there. Chad Smith is going to be playing. Jeez. Luke Spiller of the Struts, Roger Taylor, Kim Thale of Soundgarden, Lars Ulrich, Wolfgang Van Halen, uh, Brad Wilk from Rage Against the Machine, Nancy Wilson from Heart, and Pat Wilson from Weezer. And there will be more on top of that. Wow! You, you know, obviously things play out the way they are, but could you imagine how blown away Taylor himself would be to see? That many people yeah. getting together in yeah. tribute. Amazing. Yep. And how long is the concert going to be? I don't know. It's got to be, be long. Yeah, because the one in, in Wembley was but, really long. Like four hours? Yeah. Right? yeah. Press- Marissa, how much was it? It Six? was seven hours. Seven, okay. Six hours, something like oh that. Oh, my like God. Wow. So, Connor's going to this tomorrow night. So, uh, when he gets back, uh, we'll have to get a uh, you know, first-hand account of how things went at this event. But, yeah, you would hope that he, that he knew... Uh, before he passed it, he was well received and well liked uh, in this community, and I'm sure he did because he oh, made a, yeah. he made a ton of friends. He reached out. Do, do you think you could sit for a seven hour concert? Uh, what if like if, 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 if I could? Yeah. Oh God, no. Yeah. yeah. No way. <laughs> Not inside like that. Maybe if it was at like the Coachella Music Grounds and you could I wander had, around. Yeah, wander around a little bit, sit in a in a lounge chair or something. I could do it that way. All right. Yeah. Not and I I passed by the forum on Saturday. Uh, pretty cool looking venue from the outside, but yeah, it's it's definitely smaller than Wembley. Uh. Uh, following up his recent uh, re-recordings of Panama and Ain't Talking About Love, David Lee Roth has uh, issued a newly recorded live in studio take of Van Halen's "Dance the Night Away." Uh, like the other recordings or the other re-recordings, the new track was cut as part of a 14 song session back in May at LA's Henson Studios. It's unclear if all the songs. Um, our early Van Halen retreats, retreads, or uh, whether any new material was also committed to tape. We'll have to wait and find out about that. Elton John was left teary-eyed and flabbergasted after being awarded a surprise National Humanitarian Medal by President Biden following a concert at the White House. This was on Friday night. It wasn't uh, about the tape songs? Not about the tape songs. Oh, tape right. your mouth song. Uh, mouth no, that's song the uh, uh, United Nations presenter. <laughs> right. right. Because tape is uh, a global... Uh, John has uh, championed various charities and humanitarian causes, especially those tackling HIV-AIDS. Flanked by the president and first lady, uh, uh, Elton was 
uh, wearing his signature red tinted spectacles, and he looked visibly shocked Aww. as uh, he first spotted the medal. And he covered his face with his hands in disbelief. He said, "I am never flabbergasted, but I am flabbergasted and humbled." And honored by this incredible award from the United States of America, uh, he said, overcome, uh, overcoming uh, moments of uh, clutching Joe Biden's hand and hugging her husband, he said, I will treasure this so much. Uh, the Grammy Award singer praised America's kindness to me as a musician, calling it second to none, and vowed that his new medal would push him to redouble his efforts to help eradicate... Uh, it should be eradicate. They wrote irradiate? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Irradiate. Eradicate. To soak it in radiation. Uh Uh, The illness that impacts more than 38 million people globally, so good for him. Travis Barker has announced that his wellness company will include a vegan skincare line. Ooh, this is what I've been looking for. The Blink-182 musician will be expanded, expanding with five products infused with CBD. It includes a two-in-one face cleanser and mask, a daily moisturizer, an eye serum, Ooh. a face serum, and a renewal balm. At first I thought it said a renewal brain. <laughs> <laughs> The Walking Dead line of brain enhancements. Renewal bomb. Uh, Barker doesn't just sell vegan products. He also wears them. In a recent interview with People, he said that when you see him wearing leather, it's not real. It's vegan, right down to his Doc Martin boots. Uh, the products that he sells are described on his website as all-natural, vegan, fragrance-free, and non uh, comedogenic. comedogenic. I'm not sure what that word means. Neither do I. C O M E D. Not funny is what it means. Oh, not funny. genic. Not funny or or photographable. Com, com, Causes ca- blackheads. Kayaki, kayak. Blocks no. the pores of the skin. Oh, okay. Blocks the pores uh, of the skin. Yes. Yeah. Uh, prices range from eighty five dollars to one hundred thirty dollars, and available on uh, Barker Wellness's his website. That thing. <laughs> <laughs> that thing. <laughs> And uh, um, it's all vegan. This was sad to see. The Doobie Brothers' original drummer and co-founder John Hartman passed away uh. on the 23rd of an undisclosed uh, cause. He was 72 years old. Uh, Hartman, who initially was the band's sole drummer, uh, was an integral part of the Doobies during their meteoric original run. Starting in 1973, he drummed alongside second drummer Michael Hasek, uh, who was then replaced by Keith Knudsen. Uh, Nudson had died uh, February 2005 uh, from complications related to pneumonia. Hartman split from the band in 1979, only to join forces with the Doobies again on their initial reunion albums, uh, 89 Cycles and 91's Brotherhood, after which he retired from the music business. He was inducted alongside the Doobie Brothers into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2020. So sad news there for the Doobies. And an announcement was posted on uh, Dead and Company's social media sites announcing that next summer's tour will be the band's last. What? Uh, the group was formed back in 2015, along with Grateful Dead members Bob Weir, Mickey Hart, and Bill Kreutzmann. Uh The band is rounded out with guitarist John Mayer, former uh, Allman Brothers band bassist Otile Burbridge, and longtime Rat Dog and Dead Sideman keyboardist Jeff uh, Jeff <laughs> Jeff Chimendi. Choose music, music fans. Choose Jeff. Um, do you see the potential of a super group between the Grateful Dead and Motley Crue? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I mean, now that you know that they're retiring. Uh, last April, Rolling Stone had jumped the gun uh, in reporting that the band was calling it quits after the 2022 run, but it was quickly shot down by both Weir and Krutzman, 
Uh, the band both has posted a statement across social media platforms that read, as we put the finishing touches on booking venues and understanding that world travels fast, uh, word travels fast, uh, we wanted to be the first to tell you uh, that the Dead & Company will be hitting the road next summer and... That will be our final tour. So there's a documentary. I don't know if it's new. It seems very new. And I, I, maybe it was Paramount Plus I was watching at the time. But uh, it's really good. I'm not, I'm not a massive Grateful Dead fan. But uh, the story of the early days of the band and, and the, you know, the, the incredibly committed fan base, mm-hmm. it's pretty wild. And especially seeing oh, yeah. some archival footage. Sure, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm intrigued by all that stuff too, yeah. and and I like the hits. Sure, I just don't do the deep stuff and the the, the live shows, which I did do one. It just it wasn't my flavor, wasn't my no. thing. But I, but listen, I can listen to some dead songs and, and get sure. into them and enjoy them. But and appreciate it. But what I don't understand is the fanaticism. I'm intrigued by it. Yeah, I think it's cool, but I just not my thing. So. Uh, and then finally, Bob Weir had uh, had posted, well, it looks like that's it for this outfit, but don't worry. We'll be out there in one form or another until we drop. Is so, his daughter going out on tour? Uh, you would hope so. Stunning. And that is what I have in music news. And that means we are going to take a break. I'm going to give away the last of these. We have a movie premiere. It's tonight at the UA King of Prussia. And Casey will be there. It's the greatest beer run ever. All right, and it's if a true you, story. If you would like to go, uh, just be one of our ten callers right now because I, I waited too late to give these away, and I didn't realize we had so many. So we'll take ten callers. Two one five two six three WMMR. Click uh, contest WMMR dot com. You might have another chance to win. That might be over with, but you can check it out. But nonetheless, be one of the first ten callers right now. We'll set you up with tickets to that tonight. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Jackie is indeed here. We were talking to him a little while ago. He is filling in for uh, Pierre this week. And we'll get the letter of the day, word of the week from him when we return. Stay with us. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Preston and Steve Show coming to the end of our program for the day. It's an enjoyable day, I must add. It doesn't seem right if we don't go past 11. We got into the habit last week. Yeah, we did. Yeah, with the fellas being on the road. It did go a tad bit late, but here we are at 1043 wrapping things up. I'd like to thank Mr. Dane Cook for being on the show today. Dane has got a new comedy special. It's coming out on October. It says fourth year, but I think it's the fifth. You can go to DaneCook.com and get the uh, the info all together. But uh, he filmed it at his home and has now released it. So the digital release is coming out on October 4th or 5th. But check uh, DaneCook.com for all the details. So nice having him by. It was also nice to see Jackie Bam Bam earlier. And he's back in our studio because you were taking the helm for Pierre Robert this week. I'm going to do my best. We yep. have to stop meeting like this, guys. <laughs> we do. 
Is he... Now, he usually takes, like, a Monday off, too. Is he off next Monday, do you know? That, I'm not sure. I don't okay. think so, yeah. That's the, the I word he was I heard. off two weeks. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh. This is oh. last week, and this is the second week. Oh, oh. I was wondering You're if he was going to be off next Monday, Monday as well. So That's too far in advance. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> one day at a time, Jack. All right, so we're going to need to get one letter at a time from you. Are you ready to begin? I am ready. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. The letter S as in sweet. All right, S. And we have a pair of the best seats in the house and VIP merch package for the Smashing Pumpkins and Jane's Addiction. Friday, October 21st show at the Wells Fargo Center and the Celestial Colleagues VIP merch package includes access to the Smashing Pumpkins Lounge, exclusive merch, and VIP entrance. And tickets for the show are on sale now via Wells Fargo Center Philly.com. So we will give that away on Friday, and Jackie's going to help us out all week long. Snow and morning. I will have those tickets for Ooh. Pierre all this week, but regular tickets. I don't have all that VIP. Okay, just the regular standard tickets. Regular tickets, yeah. Excellent. So, you've got these several hours to play with on the radio. What are you going to do today, man? Uh, of course, we're going to serve up the workforce blocks. Uh, Steve, what do we call them? The Grateful Crew as of today? Yes. So, uh, a big block of Motley Friggin' Crew uh, celebrating their sophomore album today, Shout <laughs> at the Devil, released in 83. We'll track through that. It's Luke Spiller, the Strut's birthday. And, press, you better be tuned in. Abbey Road, 53 yeah. years ago. Wow. Yep. So uh, we'll track through that. Of course, 12 noon, we'll give you that keyword worth $1,000 in the Yoo-Hoo loop. Excellent. All right. Thank you, Jackie. I want to thank also our sponsors. Preston Steve Show brought to you today by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors, Acme, official grocery store of the Preston and Steve Show. Also brought to you by Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's, be a sub above. And... Zane Western Apparel and Work Gear in Piles Grove, New Jersey. Online at zanewestern.com. Tomorrow, the program will have Tattoo Tuesday because it's Tuesday, Tuesday, and that's what we do on Tuesdays. And we also have Nicholas Hirsch. He is the conductor of the Philly Pops, and they're going to be doing The Godfather. Yes. The music. And is this along with the movie? Do we know? Yes. Okay. Excellent. So we will talk to Nicholas tomorrow. And see what else we can get into. That's it. We're done. Rage on and have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the bat ba toot ba toot ba 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 doo ga ba ba Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500.